Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to the NXT UK After Podcast. Ah, dang it. It's not that yet. It's going to be soon, but I forget what it is. What is it, Kate? Alex, it's just kind of embarrassing that you're a professional it's, wrestling podcaster. and it's you. Weird. It's, it's, it's almost like it's an ongoing bit. I know. It's almost like it's intentional, but... It's almost like it's a weird thing that I do on purpose. But it's today, not it's, so, it's super, super not that, but it is... Your NXT Sour Grabs post show. This is for August 16th, which is the Heat Wave post show, baby. So a reminder to get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. Leave a thumbs up on this video so that people can find us. Also a reminder to go to FightfulSelect.com because, buddy, not only is there the best, most accurate breaking news in professional wrestling, but... We had NXT specific news that broke today. And I think one of two things. Sean is an incredibly powerful manifester because it's like he's like someone might be showing up soon. And then they immediately show up that day. Or <laughs> or he's just really good at his job. It's one of the two. But um, head over to Fightful Select. We have anniversary billing now, which is really cool. Um, which... That means basically you get charged a month after you sign up instead of on the first of the month, which was like annoying. So we've got a better situation. And you can go over to twitch.tv backslash Fightful Gaming. Support us over there. Send us your bits. Living the dream over here. Hold on. You know, when I was younger, send us your bits was slang for something very different. 
I don't know what you could be referring to. I don't know, but like, listen, like, hey, you, you with the bits, bring them over here is not a thing we used to say in polite circles, but now it's all right because of the Twitch. Hey, Dwarface, bring those little bits over here is not something. Yes. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. Um, uh, hey, everybody, <laughs> uh, uh, is it not now? It's it t- t- tomorrow, so at midnight, will be the official one-year anniversary of Kate on this show. No, it's next, next week. week. It's next it's week? next week, yeah. Yeah, everybody the 23rd. sending it in. They're all, they're all wrong. They're all wrong. You're all wrong, but I've been Everybody's at Fightful for a year as of Saturday. Right. Um, but I will have been on Tower Graps for a year as of next, next Wednesday. But so, it'll be Tuesday for our sake. So I jumped the gun. You did. Apologies. But that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep sending us money anyway. Yeah, I've been here anyway. a year. <laughs> Yeah. Uh <laughs> JDB Pringle says happy K anniversary SGSers. The the better to one Jam Beard says happy SGS B day Kate. Well that's yeah. Ricardo the Wizard says congrats on one year Kate. So everyone's saying My source is Ali Cease. Just so you guys know. My source is that. I didn't go back and look it up. Ali Cease did. So. August 24th, 24th. Uh, <laughs> uh, of uh, of 2021. We, we, we brought her in to try and figure out what the hell NXT Rainbow was going to be. A year later, I don't think we possibly could have known yeah. what it was uh, going to turn into. Uh, and now it's become like study abroad for the NXT UK types. <laughs> I, 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 did, I did a semester you. abroad. I went to Orlando. And when I was over there, uh, you know, they, they taught, taught us all about, you know, bad finishes and stuff like that because we didn't know what those were in the uk because we were actually booked solidly over there or so i've heard but anyway um it feels like it's my one year anniversary because there's just gonna be like a lot of nathan fraser voice on this show today which makes me very happy (sighs) um look uh these are usually the shows that we 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 like kate because there's not as much extraneous bs backstage uh and it's mostly just like good in-ring stuff and after the first match i was like well we're starting off on the right foot yes and everything kind of got weird yeah and what's normally it's like it's not the in-ring that's weird but the way some of these matches were agented was not good like we'll talk about it more but i feel like i don't feel like santos and Tony D was what it should have been as far as a blow-off. Yeah. There's there's some bittersweet uh, stuff uh, there. Uh, I think the right guy won. Uh, oh, for I sure. Mean, and I think what could be happening is very good. But, like, it's just funny because we already had WWE CW, and this felt like it was overbooked like an ECW pay-per-view, which Heatwave initially was. <laughs> We got a Paul E. Uh, it sounded more. Here's the thing about uh, Paul Heyman. I don't know if you noticed this, but um, it didn't sound like Paul Heyman, wise man to the tribal chief. There was he he switched something in his voice. It was very subtle, 
but it sounded like Paul E. Dangerously. It sounded like he dropped like 30 years off of his voice and became that crazy guy who was running the outlaw mud show in Philadelphia trying to siphon off viewers who just like to watch shit burn. Like that, that, that Paul E., that guy who like was the crazy dude, that was the dude who inter- introduced us in this, uh, in this uh, show. And um, I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was really kind of cool how they did, uh, how they did that. He kind of uh, led an area, uh, uh, sorry, uh, an aura of, hey, this, this is, uh, this is di- different. And it's, it's the young hip, it's the, it's the new crew coming to get you. Now, did that turn out to be true? Well, time will have to tell, but so far, like, like I, I, I think it is adorable that Shawn Michaels still thinks he's head of the new crew. Like, <laughs> not anymore, Shawn. <laughs> HBK, no. He's not, like, the best at this. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Brett more than I'm a Shawn girl, all right? Which is true and the correct answer. But um, I do think he's not, Sean, like, Sean... The, the best booker at the Fantastic. Inarguably, Mount Rushmore in ring performer, right? But not great at the at the old booking side of this, Alex. <laughs> Sean Michaels uh, is so old now; he's no longer the heartbreak kid. He's the hip break kid. Like, hey, it <laughs> just doesn't quite work anymore. Trying to be like cool, edgy guy, uh, buddy. Yeah, we'll 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 see. Uh, Nurguru says. Uh, Kate's bangs definitely brought the heat wave today. Absolute fire. Thank you very um, much. They yeah. did. It's true. <laughs> uh, Look, I covered up my shoulders because you all were heathens last week. No, can't And because the weather's just like nicer, but the bangs, right. they stay forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, JJ, JJ Head of PR says, all hail. Bet NXT heat wave isn't as hot as the UK's heat wave. Well, actually, this heat wave ended up being the UK's heat wave, kind of. Not the real way, but, you know, the other thing. In the uh, metaphorical love to sense. Alex, yeah. Love to Alex, Kate, Council of Marks, and the entire SGS community. In honor of the great Miss Kate, can Nathan Fraser sing a song that's a favorite of Kate's? So you think of it. <gasps> you take all, all evening to come up with a song for requesting for Nathan Fraser. Type it into the little thing that you know is there. And I'll sing it on behalf of JJ, head of PR, and you. This is, like, so much more challenging than you think. Because it's not going to be my favorite song. It's going to be right. what song do I want to hear in Nathan Fraser voice the most, right. which yeah. makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. Um, so, J.D. Pringle says, greetings, Alex. Kate with shoulders covered. Council of Marks. Papa Pope, <laughs> Polly Elizabeth. The ladies cease. Hopefully today was a good day for you all. And if you see the Goodyear blimp, may it say you're a pimp. I mean, we can only pray. J.W. Pringle coming off like a personal heater himself with mm-hmm. the new job and the kid in high school and everything. Yes. We love that for uh, him. Yes, we do, of course. <laughs> um, so, um, we... Um, yeah. This opening match was great. And it was always going to be great. Because yeah. these two guys are so excellent. Both of these guys are amazing. Uh, both these guys, both these guys, both these guys. Um, here's the thing for me. Fabian Eichner was always this good. And I still think 
Giovanni Vinci is a goofy ass gimmick. Um, <laughs> and it, it, if that's what it takes for him to experience singles gold, then I guess so be it. Would I prefer that he was up on SmackDown with all of Imperium and they none of them had to change their, their names to something goofy and stupid? Yes. Um, but if we're getting if we get to see singles matches of this caliber from from Fakie and Eichner, I'm I'm all I'm all for it. Uh he's really good. He had the crowd going crazy for his jumping off the rope stuff, and but as again is stuff that I saw him do the exact same bits back when he was in the Cruiserweight Classic. He's always been able to do this stuff, but he just like, okay, well, I'm going to tag match. I'm not going to, I'm going to do these other things. Like this is him, man. He's great. And there's, there, he's all across the ring from Carmelo Hayes, who is a generational talent. Like that guy's crazy good as well. Um, and they just got to like have a great match. There was a, some trick Williams interference, um, uh, which I didn't love. Um, but he got to do his crazy twisting last ride to trick Williams and then attempted to do it to Carmelo, who reversed it into a spike Rana pinfall. Like that was not like your normal, like, oh, I'm gonna do my little, you know, uh, hey, it's a little hurricane rana thing. I'm gonna pin. like he spiked his head right into the mat. That was brutal. Um, I I thought this match was uh fire. Um, and I don't, I don't know that they're done. Uh, it seems to me that the, um, the very best way you could, uh, send Carmelo Hayes to the main roster, which is, I think probably we all agree sooner rather than later. I'd be surprised if he wasn't on the main roster, uh, by, uh, main, by mania time, you know, with a, with a program leading into it in some kind of way, um, I think putting it on Giovanni Vinci is a really cool thing to do, uh, especially because then he can have the program I've always wanted: Giovanni Vinci versus Tony D'Angelo for who gets to who gets to hold the Italian American Championship. I'm still gonna beg for it forever and ever until you give it to me. And you should, you should, because it's a great idea. And now that Hunter is in charge, sometimes we get to have nice things. Sometimes, sometimes. you do. Sometimes. Sometimes. Definitely not all the time. Like, just a general gripe, and this is sour graphs, but like, how come it's the shows I cover that aren't good? Like, why is it why is it now SmackDown and NXT that are bad and raw is the three-hour one and they're killing it? What did I do? Is it because it's because I'm a CM Punk fan? Hunter's trying to punish me. But this match was awesome. Um I I had to watch that Spike Rana spot multiple times because I like didn't even recognize it as a Rana. <laughs> but I thought this was great. I felt like this was like a really good mix of uh, both having one foot inside each other's world stylistically and one foot outside of each other's world stylistically. Like the ways that they're similar, I thought gelled really well. And the ways that they're different, I think played to each other's strengths a lot. Um, I don't mind the Giovanni Vinci gimmick as much as you do. I would still prefer he be with Imperium just because as you have fantasy booked out behind the paywall too, there's just so many more things you can do with three guys in Imperium than two guys in Imperium. And two guys as a stable is kind of weird because they're not a tag team, 
but there's only two dudes in the act. So it doesn't like, doesn't make it easy for. It, it gives, it gives uh champion and manager, which is n- not what Marcel Bartel should be doing is managing anybody. Like I like his, his entry, his ring like announcement, but whenever, you know, Walter Gunther comes out, but he should be wrestling matches. Cause as we saw in his most recent one with Wyshynski, he can really go. We always knew he could really go. So when you, when you like, and also a guy like, like Larry Knight, who's, who's on, who's on the main roster now. And now he's Max Dupree. Um, anytime you have good wrestlers who are forced to, because of the gimmick you gave them to not wrestle, I always say that's a bad choice, but that's my own thing. Yeah. Especially when they're really good. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I think that, I think, uh, having Fabian Eichner and Imperium, I don't know. It's just one of those, if it ain't broke, don't fix it things. Like the, the rewarding side is I think they saw Fabian Eichner maybe as a single star and they didn't Mm -hmm. want him to be a third guy or a second guy in an act like that. Right. Like the centerpiece of that is always going to be Walter Gunther. Um, So that much I appreciate, but the character is, I wish it was more character than gimmick. Like, that's always going to be my preference. But as far as what we saw tonight, like, this opening match was great. Um, this is one I wouldn't mind if they ran back. It's so funny. Now that we're getting matches and we're not getting constantly rematched, I'm like, but Hunter stuff is the stuff that I would kind of like to see more than one time. <laughs> like, it figures, right? I still appreciate them yeah. not rematching me to death. But I'm like, oh, like, Cedric and uh, <laughs> Mustafa versus, like, Chapa. Like, run that back all day. Um, but th- but this was great. Unfortunately, slash fortunately for me, this was my match of the night, and this was the opener. So I was like, uh, eh, kind of went downhill after this on the show for me, but what a yeah. what an opening match. Uh, if you read Fightful Slack, we're not gonna give you too much of it because this isn't behind the paywall, but it does seem like there's going to maybe be some roster shifting soon. There's more details about that in the article, as well as names that um were predicted about coming over tonight. So Carmelo definitely feels like one of those guys, right? Like we can hypothesize yeah. as to who those might be. I think Escobar with Los Lotharios, you called, which I think would be an absolutely killer combination. Breaker could yeah. go up at any moment. Like I, I think there's a, a lot of possibilities, but you called it. Like I, I think Melo is someone that's primed and ready for the main roster. And I also think calling up guys from NXT right now and letting them get their sea legs before you head into that, like Royal, let's be honest, Survivor Series hasn't mattered in a really long time. Like letting them get their sea legs on the main roster now before rumble season rolls around might not be such a bad idea. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. Um, uh, we, um, we, we were very lucky to, to, to have this thing as, as, as an opening match because it was, it was like, okay, let's get the crowd hot, which they were, and then let's get it let's move and everything else. And then it kind of like goes like, <laughs> like everything kind of fell apart because we had, um, we we got uh, Toxic Attraction showing up. We're the hottest trio in the biz, even though we were we were tag champs forever and then lost them and then didn't get them back. That's right. We're the hottest trio in the biz. I just wish I just wish heels wouldn't like gaslight themselves. <laughs> um, That's uh, fair. Then they they're like they're they treating Braun Breaker like he's eye candy, uh, which I guess was decent. Uh, and then we got a Von Wagner promo, which I 
blessedly happened to fast forward through. So what was this Von Wagner promo? Apparently somebody tweeted me that like somebody said that he could walk into any NFL preseason squad and make the team. Is that what Robert Stone said? Because I don't think that's true. No, it's not true, Alex. And I just, I, I'm begging you to give me some evidence of Von Wagner being an imminent threat in a wrestling ring. I also don't give a shit if he could go to the NFL preseason team and make a squad. It's a wrestling show, not a football show. And I've said it over and over again. Like I normally, what we do is we criticize the creative of the show, but like at some point you got to look at some stuff, especially in developmental and just say like, I have not seen marked improvement in any facet of what this guy does for a really, really long time, kind of ever. And that's where I'm at with Von Wagner. Like the way the act is presented with stone doesn't make sense. I don't care what other sports he could play. I didn't really give a crap about it with Macho Man. I don't care about it now. Um, I think it was cool because baseball is my favorite sport. Um, being a big doofy guy, like it just, this, it, Kyle O'Reilly's best hunting buddy friend didn't work for me. This presentation doesn't work for me with or without Sophia Cromwell, who was just a girl that pointed. That didn't work. Um, and every match is the same. They're agented the same because you can't do anything. Like, corner spot lariat corner spot lariat big boot like you gotta something needs to give in some facet of what he's doing and you can't mm -hmm. push him as an imminent threat until that happens because i right. just laugh at you when you come on my screen and tell me how intimidating this guy is i'm not intimidated yeah because he doesn't win and when he does win he looks terrible like he doesn't look like he can wrestle so they've gotta just he should the problem was they like made him seem really important in the beginning, but this guy should be like on level up or something. Like he's not ready to be on a TV program. No, unfortunately. Um, Jake Salazar says, as a football guru, Cal Bloom, of course, is Vern Wagner, was a trash tight end. I, uh, I don't remember the football career of Cal Bloom. But I'll take your word for it, Jake Salazar. It's really he Brian. Been fantastic, and I don't give a crap because it's a wrestling show. It's really Brian says today is the fifteenth anniversary of my brain tumor removal. Whoever decided we needed a Von Wagner promo must also have brain damage. <laughs> First of all, I'm so glad you're with us to make hilarious chats like that, and to be in our lives here at the SGS. We are so happy that you're happy and healthy. Um, and uh, yes, I'll just to go yeah. ahead and agree with you there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, exactly. Um, so uh, <laughs> J.D. Pringle says, off topic, but is Axel, that's me, Alex, wearing a Muppets Reservoir Dogs mashup shirt? If yes, were to purchase, please. Yes, I am. It's like Muppets slash Sesame Street. Mr. Blonde is Bert. Mr. Orange is Ernie. Mr. Green is uh, Kermit. Mr. Pink. Animal! Animal and Mr. Blue is Cookie Monster. Uh, it's great. And I don't know that you can purchase it anymore. I got it on one of those, because I because this is years ago. Uh, I uh, got it on, I subscribed to a whole bunch of uh, emails from, we're only printing this shirt for one day only. You better buy it. Uh, websites 
like 10 years ago. And this was a instant buy when it came to my email inbox. Uh, but I don't know if it's still being sold. But I bought it on the one day they told me it was going to be available. So, yeah, uh, I love this shirt. Uh, and then he says that was off topic. But on topic, uh, Von Wagner is not good, period. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is on topic. That's correct. And J.W. Pringle says, Alex, not the lead singer of Guns N' Roses. Not Axel. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm really glad. I'll just say this. Yeah. I'm very glad I don't host a podcast especially about wrestling with Axl Rose. That'd be crazy, huh? Maybe um, for like one night only. Yeah. Hey, uh, so. <clears throat> this this is this becomes like a little, for a while here, it's like, hey, how do we not learn from our mistakes? Guys, let's all get in a room and brainstorm ways we can not learn from our mistakes. And let's just do that for the next couple of segments, okay? Um I didn't remember what was next until you said that. <laughs> so, so, um, so um, this is this is something that I, I was very. It was whatever. We got we got Diamond Mine coming out, and Julius Creed says he's got proof. He's going to address the person who's trying to end Diamond Mine, and he comes out there with uh, with everybody, and. Uh, Roddy's there, blah, 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 blah. I'm gonna, I'm, now I'm going to confront the person. He says their whole little history. We came here nine months ago. We started up, blah, 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 blah. Everything. Then he says, I'm going to address the person. I'm going to call out the person who, who tried to ruin us. And he looks toward the entrance. And he turns back around. And, of course, the camera, the director caught none of this. It was really of course bad. not. <laughs> Terrible. But he turns to ramp, turns back around. He's like, you, Roddy Strong. And Roger Strong's like, what? What are you talking about? How can you even say that? Uh, this this segment contains some of the worst wrestling acting I may have ever seen. Like, which is I, a, which is a low bar already. It's really sad because I love Roderick Strong and I know he can do better than this. And I really think Julius Creed, if he can get this part of his game together could be an amazing talent. Like, really, really great. Like, next level, next level. Like, WrestleMania main eventer type. I think he's that good in the ring. He's got he's got this all-American look. It's great. If he can just talk like he's not some kind of automaton, the world's his oyster. So Alex, far, though, you know jury's crazy? still out on the not talking like an automaton bit. If only, Alex. If only. If only, perhaps, <laughs> the best manager in wrestling yeah, I know. was leading this group. Though, they right? had Malcolm Bivens. Oh, did they? Because I forgot about that. It was kind of weird how they how he was there and then he was gone. And uh, a guy who looks like him is over on the other show on Wednesdays, and that's kind of weird. It's almost like these guys could use a great mouthpiece. Uh, to speak for them and to facilitate storylines like this. Come on! Uh. So before we even get into what happened next, because that's stupid too, um, I also... So Ivy wasn't out there, right? And they're like looking up the ramp. And I'm like, are they insinuating that Ivy Nile is the person who's responsible yeah. for breaking up Diamond? Because that's what yeah. it looks like. 
And on top of that, also, who the hell else would it have been other than Roddy? It wasn't like a mystery. There weren't several no. seeds planted. There wasn't like secret attacks happening backstage before what was about to happen. Like, of course it was Roddy. And the mm -hmm. fact that Roddy Strong, one of the smartest in-ring wrestlers and a seasoned veteran at this, for decades and decades was caught off guard by Julius Creed being like, it was you. Come on. What um, are we doing before we even get to the next part, which also made no sense. Well, no, that's that's the next next part. The next part is this. Um, Brutus going, are you sure? Are you sure about that, bro? I'm sure. I'm definitely sure. Okay, well then. I got your back, bro. And he's like literally got his back, like stood right behind him so that we can all know that he was there. And then they like, let you know what, let's show to the videotape. And the videotape didn't show anything. I was I was so excited because I thought, holy shit, they planted this that far back. Cause that eight-man tag was a long ass time ago. Like that whole thing where it was the diamond mine versus uh the D'Angelo family. That was weeks yes. and weeks ago. I thought if they planted something where like Roddy passed something away from the cameras to Tony D'Angelo to try and do something to like hit Julius, like if they had set that seat up weeks ago, I'd been like, hey, at least you were actually planning for this moment. But all they showed us was was Tony D'Angelo like tapping the mat. I was like, that was his signal, wasn't it? Well, if you don't know that was his signal, if you don't have proof that was his signal, then you don't have video evidence that you think you do. You have a theory that you've jumped to the conclusion is correct. And Roddy denying it, well, means that it's just he said, she said. Well, not she said. I guess there's no she in the vault. But he said, he said. Um, and that was kind of weird, too. Like, oh, that was dumb. Like, the, the conclusive video evidence was not at all conclusive. Nor was it, nor was it evidentiary. It was just nothing. Um, and so they back Roddy into a corner. Uh, how could you do this? How could you say this to me? I blah, blah, blah. And then Gallus shows up. And if you don't watch NXT UK or didn't watch NXT UK, because I haven't in a long time, but when I did, Gallus was like on top. They were doing a lot of stuff over there. They were always out there. I still love their theme music. I still think it's really cool. Uh, the green lighting was always kind of cool, but man, you don't realize how small Joe Coffee is until he's in yeah, the ring with other wrestlers who aren't from NXT UK. Um, he, it's like Fat Bastard Mini Me had a baby somehow because, like, the he's that small, but he's got the accent. Um, I'm sorry, that was mean spirited. Um, but but I couldn't resist. Um, but they beat the hell out of him, and then they then they unzipped their little jumpers to reveal Gallus t-shirts, to which many in the audience were going like, yeah, but that still doesn't tell us who the hell you guys are, because we don't watch your show. So we don't know what that is. Um, but yeah, they beat the hell out of Diamond Mine, including Roddy. Like, I thought maybe they're going to do Roddy was like, finally you guys showed up. I sent you that telegram weeks ago, or whatever. You know what I mean? Because that's how you send things to the UK is by a, by a boat, I think. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, it would be one thing if they were recycling angles that didn't work from, like, years ago. Yeah. Alex, they did this in April. <laughs> they yes, had a team from the UK 
come to jump the Creed brothers. Yeah. Screw up their trajectory with the titles. At least they have the titles this time, I guess. But yeah. like in the midst of this, there was also like hints of a diamond mine breakup, right? And then they recovered it and then they hinted at it again to that. Like you can only cry wolf so many times, but like yeah. the pretty deadly angle didn't work. That was not long ago. That was April. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the, the 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 whole really hot angle of somebody that not a lot of people on in the in the US know jumping diamond mine well uh, and like not, why didn't, are didn't you work all, all all that well the first time let's do it again when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply and why are you doing it as the unit's about to implode itself? Like that just yeah. got confusing too. Like, why then? It it also does listen. It also does seem like this. And I don't I don't mean to bring up such a tragedy such as this, but it does feel like if GYV had just stayed in the UK until now, then they'd be able to debut stateside. As actual wrestlers and not whatever the hell they're being forced to do now. I'm I mean, gonna... they must be they must be looking at Gallus and Tyler Bates, spoiler alert, and all these other people coming over and being like, if we had just waited, if we you know, had he, just waited, we he just puts in his one contact, this. like Uh, like, like they're like Zach Gibson is looking at that Ziploc baggie of his shaved beard hairs. He keeps tacked to the wall because he can look at it and kind of like maybe just hold it in his hands every now and then. And he's just shedding a tear. <sighs> okay. So yeah, 2020, 2021, whatever you get my, uh, you get my, you get my, you get my, um, I, I actually, I think, I think Gallus is fine. I mean, they're, they're fine. I, I don't, they're not. They're nothing I'd be like, you gotta watch these guys, but I don't go, I don't watch them and go, yikes. So can fine. you just bring them? Here's the thing. If you even want them to jump the crates, I don't have a problem with that. But to go from that person who's been toying with us, they're coming down the ramp by time. Oh no, they're not. They've been in the ring the whole time. We're gonna break up right now to not breaking up to them blitzing that like. Uh, it just was way too much in one segment. And on mm -hmm. top of that, we already saw this very similar scenario not work. And it ain't pretty deadly's fault that didn't work because no. they've been doing all right. But, man. The batter to one jam beard says, Roddy did it for the Roderick. <laughs> uh, NCB says, Brutus Creed reminds me of Lumpy Rutherford from Leave it to Beaver. That is a, is a reference uh, that is even too old for me. But he does look like his name is Lumpy. That's true. If, if I, Brutus my Creed, depth if Brutus, only goes as far as like Eddie Haskell. If, Bru if Brutus Creed made it to the main roster and Vince was still there, there's like a not 0% chance he would have had his name changed to Lumpy. I mean, if Pete Dunn is Butch, 
then Brutus Creed could easily have become lumpy. He would be lumpy. He'd be Brutus lumpy Creed to start, and then it would have just got it would get taken away. Um. Okay. So later, we see uh, Double Vest in the beach getting interviewed. Beach has got to do something about that mullet, that mohawk mullet, the the mohawklet, the skullet, the whatever the hell, uh, or the mustache, preferably both. But he's got to pick one because it's not working out for him in the slightest. He looks like a very specific type of felon. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> um, but like, yeah. Uh, pretty deadly in Lash Legend. They thought they got one over on us, but and then here comes Gallus, and Gallus is like, rah, 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 rah. um, and it was very funny because I saw some people saying I needed a translator for that whole thing. Yes, even Double Vest in the Beach they didn't call him that, but yeah, the, the Briggs and Jensen all, hey y'all, what y'all doing here? Get get out, get all back here. We got your titles. That's right. And like. Oi, mate, what you doing? fight. And then um, there we go. That's the whole thing. So they're gonna fight him next week. Here's 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 wanna know my whole thing? My whole deal. My whole deal. What's your whole, whole deal? deal? NXT UK is done. It's gotta it's be, done. right? They know it, they know it's done. They were talking about how it, oh worlds are colliding. Like, is it gonna be a thing where it's like uh you know, like the UK titles versus the the you know by as in in a friendly meaning whoever loses doesn't lose their belt kind of deal, um, or is it going to be? Are they going to unify all the NXT stuff? Meaning, like not that there's two titles being carried around, but that there's one title now, and anybody who's who they think is worth it gets brought over stateside. And they start doing a program there, but whoever wins the title versus title for one title thing, um, winner-take-all matches. We're going to get a bunch of winner-take-all matches, starting with, I think, Gallus wins next week, because honestly, it's double best in the beach. So I think Gallus wins next week, and they become NXT UK champs. And then we get, they already attacked the Creeds, so the Creeds want a piece of Gallus. So Gallus beating double best in the beach next week and becoming NXT UK champs, Right there, you got NXT UK champs versus NXT champs, title versus title, winner take all. That's immediate. Um, and I think we'll probably get, um, I think we're probably going to get um, the same thing with what happened at the end of the show, which I won't give away just yet. Uh, but I feel like that, and honestly, if we do women's title versus women's title, I wouldn't mind that either because that's a great way to get Mandy Rose the hell up out of here. I don't hate that. Roster where toxic attraction probably belongs. I don't hate that idea. Um, it would be a shame if they didn't slow burn it. Like that could be a really fun like Survivor Series situation or whatever. Um, yeah. Like it would be cool to build a pay per view around that idea. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know what's become of anything in the next world anymore. Uh, but it doesn't seem like they ever paid very much attention to the NXT UK brand, despite them having some of the best talent in the world. So uh, there was there was a uh, a rumor going around that there was going to be a premium live event for the UK for the NXT brand on the same weekend 
as all out and the the clash the clash will clash will clash will the clash clash will castle clash um wouldn't it be fitting if that premium life event was NXT versus NXT UK winner take all and you you just use the next couple of weeks to build up those things and that's what you did if that thing still exists which they haven't mentioned at all um that would be a good weekend to do it since you're doing the show the the big boys over in England if you did the kids in Orlando but you brought a bunch of UK kids over here that could be really fun that would be a really great use of of NXT television or premium live eventage yeah um NXT <laughs> battle one jab beer says and Johnny Saint could be the NXT new NXT GM uh yeah uh the, yeah 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 uh <laughs> yeah um uh yeah Luis is yeah take my money on Johnny Saint but uh not skits not Sid Scala not that guy um so next we had a thing that I thought went about as badly as it possibly could <clears throat> Roxanne Perez is interviewed before the match she does a lot of, I'm going to say, junior high drama club emoting. Um, Which is what this angle has been. So Right. Yeah. But, like, I mean, they're, they're here, here's the thing. Like, I know it's a lot of melodrama, but, like, there's a, there's a really easy thing to get into. Like, everybody, I feel like, maybe she's still young, but really when you're young, this is when it happens. Everybody's had somebody that they've considered to be a really good friend do something that they thought, okay, hold on. Now that's, you can't do that. Like either to me or to somebody else or whatever. Like that usually happens at some point in your life where you, where a friend you thought was a friend turned out to not be a friend. So Roxanne, whenever that happened, how did you feel about it? And conjure that emotion when saying these lines about Cora. Like, I know you have to pretend and make believe that Cora did this, but you're you're doing none of none 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 of the whole convincing me of the thing of how broken up you are about it or how angry you are at Cora Jade. You're just saying the things they told you to say, and that's not acting, that's reading lines. And the thing of it is, is Roxanne's still very young and has the opposite opportunity to get much, much better at this. But I do think there's a danger of her throwing them throwing her into the fire, like the major fire of WWE main roster, like big time programs for titles and stuff before she's mastered that part. And if she if she's gives promos like this in front of of a packed house somewhere, it's not going to go well for her. And I don't want that for her. I want her to be as great as she possibly can be. So this was not great. Cora Jade has not been, let's say, setting the world on fire as a heel. I don't think she even knows what she... She's like, I'm pretending to be a bad girl. And that's not what we want. We want you to actually believe that this is thing happened. This is the problem with doing the whole angle in one week is they never gave you time, Cora, to start figuring out how to inhabit being the bad girl. Like, why do you hate? Cora so much. I give you a hint. It's not because she helped you be the tag team champions last week. That's not why you hate her. That's dumb. That was their fault for giving it to her. And so now she's kind of floundering on like, I'm a bad girl. I wear black now. Like that's not, 
that's not good. And because all of that, that was just makes you a New so Yorker. Much, that doesn't make you. Because all of that was rushed so much, um, we the match itself didn't feel authentic. I don't feel like for a second you two hate each other. I know you don't. I know you're actually friends. But guess what? Gargano and Ciampa were actually friends. And I felt like they fucking hated each other. Like there's ways of doing matches where you're actually friends, but your characters hate each other. And you can make people who are watching believe that shit. I don't, I don't think, I, I didn't believe any of it. And it felt to me like this. This is the easy way I have, I, I have to describe it. It felt to me like they were trying to do Sasha versus Bailey with none of the buildup and two significantly less experienced performers. And it showed in every way. And then the finish was utter dog shit. So you go ahead and you say it. So part of what I felt like hasn't been great with Roxy on the mic is um, like, she's always in a, a like, 42nd backstage like it's never anything other than an awkward interview where she's faced to the side i think she might yeah. do better in an in-ring promo or like i feel like everything we see her is in like this squeezed in segment um and there was no way to make sense out of what they did because like you said core was mad at her for helping her become champion which is not an angle that makes any sense and they gave it zero weeks to build the next week they did this I think it's an incredible waste as over as Roxy was coming into this um, to have her not having any gold when she probably should have had two belts at one point. This is really, really, really dumb. Like if Mandy loses in this UK angle, cool. If she loses to someone else down the line, fine. But like the person, hypothetically, if you have a long title, right? And it's supposed to be building up equity, right? Let's, for the sake of argument, say that that's true, even though I don't believe it. Um, I feel like you have, it would have been so much cooler to have her drop to Roxy, like coming in as the newcomer, won the breakout tournament, proved herself, was massively over with the fan, looks great in the ring. It's stupid that she's this good this young. Um, and for them to win the tag titles instead, and now they don't have those just because, these tag titles that meant so much more than anything to them, they just both gave up on it. Like Roxy didn't even try and find a new partner. Um, there, it's hard to be comfortable in a situation that makes no damn sense. The build to this has been atrocious. I don't know how you like. There's some bad creative that you can do good stuff with. Look at Kevin Owens and and uh, Elias. Like that angle was stupid. Kevin Owens did some really good stuff with it, okay? This, because it's such fundamentally bad wrestling, um, there's, I don't know how you feel comfortable in such a stupid situation. Unfortunately, I felt like the match was really, really off. And it's weird because I felt like the chemistry wasn't there. And I don't know if you heard this, Alex, but they were once best friends. So you would think they would, there was no storytelling of like, I know her, she's been my best friend let me outsmart this person or them being even evenly matched at some points in this. Like, I didn't even feel like it was like we were going for the same moves because we were tag champs together for that 
the sixth period or we knew each other for this long. There was just no story in this at all. Um, I don't for a second buy Cora Jade as a heel. I feel like the only reason they turned her heel is because Roxy is further along than her and they are way too similar of to both be faced. Like they like are both this AJ Lee feeling type face, right? So you can't have them on the same side of the coin, I guess. But yeah. this was not good. And buddy, that ending was terrible. Um, so I I hate when you bury the refs. I hate when you bury the refs, when you make the refs look like they're why are you even there? Why are you even there, referee? Because yeah. Cora brings brings her little her she's got a signature weapon. It's a black kendo stick because she's bad. Um, and uh, so she's gonna use it on on uh, on Roxanne. And the ref's like, "Hey now, hey now, could you? I strongly advise against you using maybe such a weapon. don't. Yeah. Um." And then she swings it at Roxanne, and Roxanne kicks her. She drops it, so Roxanne picks it up. And and uh, the referee uh, is like, "Hey, now, now, listen. If 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 you were to use that in a weaponly manner, I would be forced to eject you from the match and disqualify you, and she would win." Uh, and he doesn't really do anything. He just kind of waves his hands. And uh, and Roxanne looks at him, looks at Cora looks at the stick, looks back at the ref, throws it on the ground. And the ref just stands there. Pick up the damn stick, throw it out of the ring. Okay? Break uh, it. Then, Do something. Roxanne, like, mm, I mean, I hate her so much, but I don't want to resort to being a bad girl, so I'll just, I'll just drop this stick right here. Not throw it out of the ring, just drop it here. Not hand it to the ref, just drop it. And so, of course, being distracted by her own stupidity and baby-facedness, she got hit in the back with a really lazy little punch from, from Cora and then DDT'd onto the kendo stick and then pinned. Um, can you recall, Kate, the very worst finish uh, in the history of the women's division? Uh, in the history. Let's say last seven years of the women's division on the main roster in a pay-per-view that effectively buried a baby face forever and there was no turning back. Can you recall a specific incident when that happened? Because I can, and it was very similar to this. Are you referring to Bailey with a kendo really? stick? <laughs> There's a kendo stick on a pole match and Bailey was the first to get it and then forgot how to use it. And then she lost. And everyone was like, but but it's part of the match, though. Like, I understand you're a baby face and don't want to use a weapon because that makes you bad. But it's part of... You entered into a match where the stipulation is if you get the kendo stick, you get to use it, and then you forgot what to do with it. Like, for that, from that, on, from that point on, she was dead as a baby face. And eventually, they had to turn her heel. They just had to. What are you doing with Roxanne? Like, have you never... Like, this is like... Not only just is it like the... Learning from your mistakes is apparently a bad thing, but such a huge, colossal mistake that they made. Like, he's like, let's never ever do that again, except for the except the very first chance we get 
with what looks to be like a pure, awesome baby face we can really do something with, who's got a huge, amazing career ahead of her. Let's never learn from our mistakes ever again. I mean, they couldn't even learn from one that was four months ago, so I'm going to say it was unlikely that they were going to learn from one that was seven years ago. But yeah, no, it's stupid. Um, I, it's I didn't so know annoying. How long ago it was. I was just only throwing at it arbitrary. That sounds. That sounds close. 2017, maybe so five years, I guess. I don't know. Close enough. But Alex, you know, sometimes the kendo stick fails you. Sometimes the kendo stick doesn't stand straight on end. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Sometimes yeah. the kendo stick. Needs a little help. Needs uh-huh. a little outside interference, if you yeah. will. In the form of a pill called Bluetooth, Alex. That's what I'm referring to. Hello. Is your penis limp? Would you like it to be erect? Fortunately, Bluetooth.com and the code Fightful is going to help you out an awful lot. Maybe you're having trouble with that. Maybe you just want the confidence. Well, Bluetooth.com. And the code Fightful is right for you. Free. Your first order is free. You just pay $5 shipping. There, there are a few other steps you go through. You consult with the online physician. If approved, it ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But your first shipment is free with the code Fightful. It's got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. But they work on your schedule. Or whenever you're not ready and you want to be ready. Whenever the mood arises. It's in a chewable form. Very easy, very simple. Help yourself out. Give yourself that confidence with BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. Um, that was a very good, very good um, uh, segue. Um, Thank you. I, I, have a, I have a question. For me? Yeah. Well, just for anybody. Anybody in the chat, anybody, anybody within the sound of my voice. Why is it not um, a, a disqualification when you deliberately, like, like when you look behind you to make sure that's where the kendo stick is, and then DDT your opponent onto the kendo stick? That's not a disqualification, but hitting her with one is. I I feel like that's the same me. It's the same end. I I, I don't understand why we're why, and the refs like, well, can't do anything about that. One, two, three. I just don't understand. I don't. I don't get it. I. I, I don't. I don't get it. Uh, you don't get it because it doesn't make sense. It's not like a kendo stick doesn't like hurt that way. That's true. And <sighs> if you want your kendo stick to blow out a spine, Ashley. Hey! Power said, "Jambier, don't you dare put that out into the universe." <laughs> um. Yeah, no, it's, he also, that, I think that was actually in reference to this. Next week, Cora is going to do This Is Your Life, Roxy. But actually, that was, I think that was before the kendo stick match. No, just keep, just keep talking, please. I can't, I can't even, I don't want to um, give that mental energy. They this did. doesn't hold space in my heart. A full recap of like the months of this Tony D and Santos story. Just a full, full ass recap of it. A pay per view quality, like, hey, 
this is some shit that's been going on. And tonight it all comes to a head. Like one of those things. It was really good. Um, and uh, and then we got Santos walking in from outside. But like his his guys like fall in line as he's walking. He's got the full regalia with the, with the hat. With the hat. It's not hat. It's a mask. It's a luchador mask. And then he's got a hood. He's got a hood that comes on because then Electric goes up and he pulls the hood over. The hood's got the Santos cross dangling off the hood. That was really cool. It makes the full interest. And as soon as I see his boots outside, I was like, he's losing this shit. (laughs) This is a a last ever entrance at this place entrance. Um, Yeah. And I, I, so good. Santos is, um, is amazing. And um, and he he's been he's added so much uh, to to this place over the last few years. When he got here, like almost immediately after he showed up, COVID hit, and he was he's been killing it all the way through. You know how good Santos Escobar is? He made Karrion Cross look good. That's how good Santos Escobar. He made Karrion Cross look great. He made Karrion Cross look so good in that match that I actually questioned live on air if i had been wrong about carrying cross the whole time you would turns later out I wasn't. yeah turns out turns out I, I wasn't it was just that was just how good santos escobar was <laughs> he's amazing i love the guy and can't wait to see what they do with him on the main what triple h does with him on the main roster because i think triple h knows we've been trying to find our big latino superstar that's gonna like bring all of that potential revenue to us. Um, we've been trying to find that a guy who's not Rey Mysterio who can do that kind of a stuff for us. And I think Triple H knows this is the dude. This is the dude. Look at him. For God's sake, look at him. And he speaks perfect English. Like you don't have to worry about the like the whole like, oh, but can we understand? I love Andrade. He's he's getting better and better over the years, but he started out, you couldn't understand what he said, unfortunately. Yeah. Santos speaks perfect English. It's amazing. So, like, here you go. For all the people who worry about that stuff, I honestly don't give a shit. Let him cut no. all of his promos in Spanish for all I care. But for the people who do worry about that, they can go screw. Because this guy's got all of everything else and that. He's amazing. And, of course, because we all know that's what that that's his destiny, he lost the match. Um as a professional, uh, there, there, there were things that, about this match I really, really loved, and ultimately it didn't feel like the big blow off to that entire thing that they posted that they showed off before. It was good. It was actually, I would say, it was really good. It didn't feel like it was like this is the moment, man. It didn't feel like that. So, yes. So as we've seen this family versus family feud unfold. It's been one of the, I don't want to say only watchable things over the past few months um, because it's so much better than watchable. It's been great, right? But in being great, also (laughs) a very wide gap between it and most of the other content. Um, I love Tony D'Angelo. You really love Tony D'Angelo. But for me, this feud has just been Santos Escobar the whole time. Like, and I, and I've loved Tony in, in it, but like 
God, Santos is just so good at everything. If they pair him with Los Lotharios on the main roster, I think that's awesome. I think it would be a complete waste to not have him versus the bloodline at some point. I think it would be a waste to not build up stables like Imperium again, to not do that at some point. Um, because he is just like, he has that stable leader ability that you kind of can't like, can't like describe. There's like a reason Dean Ambrose was the leader of the shield, even though Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns could still talk. Like there's just something there with certain people. And he's one of them. Um, I think what's incredible is just like how easily it's really, it's a lot easier to do an AEW. We've seen it with Brian Danielson. We've seen it with FTR. Um, to let your wrestling be the thing that gets you over in one direction or the other. Santos Escobar has had that where him just being a really good professional wrestler kind of turned him face a little bit. Like people just wanted to cheer for him and he, who his opponent was, but like he can work either side of the coin. He's fantastic in the ring. He has that extra commitment level of being a character and not a gimmick that I like, like not everything is so spoon fed with him. He's just fantastic. And he's been main roster ready for a very long time, but the main roster was where people go to die. So um, I I don't know. Like, I, I think it could be really exciting and I think he could be a great single star, but I think the best way to maximize him to his fullest potential is probably to put him with, Los Lotharios or call up all of Legato if you want to. Like, I don't think that's a wrong move, but uh, I, as someone that watches NXT every week, I'm sad to see him go because he has been a bright spot, but he deserves all of the, the main roster shine that he can get because he deserves it. Um, I, I, really en- I really enjoyed the beginning, which was Tony D'Angelo turning around as the, as the bell rings and getting a chair domed off of his cheekbone, like just like the like the part of the chair, the bar that is like right behind you where you sit, like just caram- caromed, like off of his cheekbone. I was like, that's a that's not that looked really dangerous. Like it didn't look like it caught him flush, and he was not expecting it. Uh, it was yeah, it was bad. Um, uh, but uh, I, I love I love all of the Santos like getting in more and more um, just 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 and then Tony D coming back all that stuff was all really good um, uh, like uh, <laughs> stacks trying to c- counteract um, Legato now here's the thing about this is that we know that Santos is a smart dude because when he had a street fight just him versus Karrion Cross. it was not just him versus Karrion Cross. It was all of Legato versus Karrion Cross from the very beginning. Those guys came down to the ring dressed in street fighting clothes. Like, they knew exactly what they were going to do. So I know he knows the way you're supposed to do this. But I also liked that, no, 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 no. It's just me and him. That's it. Like you keep each other, keep them away from me, that kind of a thing. You keep it, whatever. But it was supposed to be just one on one. Like I, I, I liked the honor among these two like crime bosses. I liked that. Um, I didn't love like Tony D accidentally nudging Electra Lopez and her being knocked out. I didn't love that part. But I did love Tony D's like, eh. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, sorry. I mean, what a shame. You happened to be standing there. I did not. I did not mean. I was. It was not my intention, nor my intent, 
to run over you in any way, but you did happen to be in my way. I am very sorry, Toots. Like it was, it, I love that. Um, but uh, the ending was great. Where like Santos and uh, and Tony D look at each other, talking trash, both realize their weapon of choice happened to be a couple of steps away. And then agreeing in the moment to let's both go run and get everything. But the problem with brass knuckles is that it doesn't help your reach any. Yeah. So a crowbar <laughs> gets you a lot closer to somebody than brass knuckles does. And that's why Tony D won. And that's the only reason Tony D won. Cause he's got an extra two and a half feet on his weapon as opposed to brass knucks. Uh, if you want an extra two and a half feet on your weapon, you're gonna have to get sur surgery. Surgery is your only surgery, is your only option because yeah. Bluetooth's not gonna do that. If Bluetooth I mean, does do that, you need to consult a doctor. You but consult a doctor. But uh, um, this I is wish a, this, this felt a little. I think I got like oversold on myself with the mm. the entrances felt so big. Yeah. I felt like I immediately knew who was going over in this, and I was like, this is gonna be like the best Santos match we've ever seen. Yeah. And it yeah. didn't really have that blow off ring to it, but it was still a really good match. I think, I think the right guy won. I think mm -hmm. the story is super, you can continue the story if you want, right? Like Santos can't be around NXT anymore. I assume that means a main roster call up, but like, what does that mean for the rest of his family? Is something that's super interesting. Like that could play both ways for, for a really long time. So I think that was well executed. And it also makes the, months of investment that they've put into the story feel worth it in a way. Cause I think Tony D comes out stronger for this. I think Santos comes out stronger from this and that's ultimately what you want in a wrestling match. Losers don't have to lose, you know? I mean, they booed the hell out of this. The, the people in the arena, but like boo all you want, like Santos yeah, is going to be a huge, a huge yeah. star on the main roster. And uh, Tony D is going to be running in this place because I feel like he's, he's the kind of guy who you can, you can, you can give more and more of the screen time to, and no, he's just going to knock it out of the park because his because his character work and his acting is so solid. Even like even if you say like I don't think he's that good in the ring, I do. I think he's really great and he's getting better and better. But he could just he could just talk all the time. Like you can build the whole show around him. I think that he is. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm going to keep pitching it. I think that he is built for a very long North American title reign with the Italian American title. I think that that's, that's an awesome gimmick that could just resonate for a very long time. Um, I don't know if he'll ever be NXT champion. I don't think he's that, but I think he can be like the guy who's on TV the most, um, uh, sure. even though um, the top champ only wrestles every now and then. Uh, Tony D can, Tony D can do the thing I've been wanting to. He needs a, a bigger crew now, uh, even though Legato stays, but I'm not really sure what they're going to do with that. Um, he's a bigger crew of like, listen, this is what you want a shot at the Italian American championship. You got to go through all my guys. If you beat them, then you can have a, you can have a seat at the table with the Don. Like that's, that's a gimmick I've been waiting for, for Roman Reigns to use on the main roster. Uh, it's a great thing for Tony D to do. Like, yeah. like, you know, and he can be on commentary for every time, like a, a potential challenger has to beat stacks and then whoever else is in his crew. Like, I think that'd be really, really great. Um, but uh, I think it, it's perfect for, for Santos to go to the main roster, perfect for Tony D to stick around. Nerd Alex, Guru saying, you... Oh, go, go ahead. I was Please, just... no, you. you. I was just going to ask you if you thought this whole thing had been, say, magic. 
Yes. I thought it was magic. I'm sorry. I thought we were co-hosts. I thought you supported I, the things I listen, do, like segues listen. into magic spoon ads that are very telegraphed and blatant. I thought you had my back. I thought we were family, Alex, but no, I guess we Cameo. are not family. What's up, you guys? It's Sean Ross Sapp. I'm not here physically on the show right now, but I still wanted to tell you about how I'm starting my day no matter where I am with delicious Magic Spoon cereal. Zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories per serving. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. It is the ultimate breakfast food. It's the ultimate snack food, and it's the ultimate food for me to take while I'm traveling. Quick, easy, all the flavors you love. Peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, maple waffle, cocoa, fruity, frosted, all over the place. That cookies and cream and maple waffle are back permanently. And if you go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful, grab a custom bundle of cereal, try it today. Use our promo code Fightful at checkout to save $5 off your order if you don't like it. They are so confident in their product. It comes with a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund your money, no questions asked if you don't like it, but you will. It's perfect before, after workouts, as a snack. And my favorite thing about it is you get filled up with one serving. It's not running back and forth to the cupboard to get more, racking up those carbs, racking up those calories. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Use that code Fightful. I, I just wasn't expecting it again so soon. That's all. I, that 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 was my that was my whole. Like I, I didn't. It was twenty five minutes ago. Was it? Yeah. Read the read the super chat though. I'm read them. No, read them. I'll read them. I'll, I'll, I'll read them. Okay. I thought we were best friends, but I guess <clears throat> best friendship only lasts Flawless a week. Flawless segue, anyway. Kate. Eleven out of ten. Thank Tom you. Um, no, it's great. I just, uh, I, 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 I got, I got blindsided and I knew I should have, I, when you, in, when you started to talk, I was like, I, I should have known this was going to be a segue and not you actually, uh, talking about. Oh, much. earnestly saying anything? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I should have known you better. That's the whole thing. That's, that's, yeah. that's the deal. As um, my best friend, you should Yeah, up. I know. Now let's know. go win those tag championships, Alex. <laughs> Yes, exactly, and and me, grumbling kind of about your your segue will not in any way portend me turning on you a week after we won the title. Alex, what's that giant kendo stick in the back? <laughs> uh, oh no, is that a particle board skateboard? Oh, I'm no. doomed, I tell you. <laughs> um, uh, CB CBD's nuts. Wait, wait. Oh no, what is this rift? Can Kalex coexist? CBD's nuts is a fantastic handle. Uh, My man, says, CBD's nuts. Partner, uh, Nerd Guru <laughs> says, Tony, Tony versus Santos was everything I wanted it to be. I could easily watch a full-on HBO drama starring those two and their feuding families. But Santos has bigger fish to fry, and I hope they retcon LDF going with him. That theme song, Sang in Arena, would be electric. Legado. Yeah, it would. 
legato. Um, Jader Pringle saying, making fun of Anthony Kersplash D'Angelo was what kept me coming back to the SGS over and over. Gabagool. Keep cool, Gabagool. Um, Reese Powers says, uh, Santos to the to the main roster. Did someone say marketable? Yeah, that guy's that guy's got everything. I mean, printing money. That fella, yeah. Flame uh, Flame Incorporated says the oh, Don versus the tribal on the LLC. Yeah, uh, says the Don versus the tribal <laughs> chef, which which I'm assuming is me supposed to be mean tribal chief, but I love the idea of him being a tribal chef. Oh no, this is like that Snickers commercial in the Ed Zone yeah, with the chief. That's right. Great googly moogly. Uh, Sean Blanford says shower graps uh, better than Brooke and Dunn. Well, that's a country fan, but I think you meant Brooks and Jensen when I said we were going for the tag team titles. Do you want to go oh, for the UK go. titles? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, I don't want to take out the creeds. It feels like a lot right now. Yeah, it feels like everybody does it and doesn't actually end well for everybody. So, sure. um, uh, the the batter to one jam beard says that's not blue chew that's grew chew <laughs> for the you, two and a half feet thing two and a half go. feet okay so um the women's tag champs uh the tiktokers uh, uh casey casey katana and the caden uh are are backstage and indy's like wow yeah you know i, I remember being tag champs that was a great time but you know it's different now and uh, it's just taught me being alone has taught me to like you know really rely on myself and all this kind of stuff and i was like if they're teasing a candace return to nxt i'm gonna be really angry like i love candace but she's needs to go to the main roster and be like super like she ah man smackdown could use the hell out of her like she could be so great uh she had a baby like 10 minutes ago too i mean like let's not like if they were gonna like hey you know what we're we're bringing you back and you're gonna be back on NXT in the tag division again. It's like, no, 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 no. Candice LeRae is far, 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 far too good for any of that stuff. No, thank you. Um, but uh hold on. Oh, this just came for you. A a a, a letter delivered for you, Indy Hartwell. Miss Hartwell, mail for you is a thing I think happens all the time. Mail call, uh, is that we're definitely doing that in, in NXT was, every day. I found this charming, but continue. Yeah. Um uh oh it's 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 super charming because what we see is like she opens up the, the, the thing and there's a there's a letter inside and on one side of it is a drawing of it of Dexter Loomis obviously carrying uh Indy, Indy Hartwell off with a heart on it and there's a note on the other side that she's reading and she's like, oh, it's from blah 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 but she doesn't actually say his name and so we all know what it is. Uh but I just want to say that I think it's so heartwarming that Dexter Loomis, in between incidences of being arrested while trespassing at different arenas, hundreds of miles apart from each other, uh, because he's stalking and or possibly attempting to murder AJ Styles. In the midst of all of that, because he's got a lot of other things going on, he still finds the time to send his lady a love letter. And I think that's so romantic. That is. When you have romance, mm -hmm. like when you're a serial killer and you're trying to, <laughs> to mm -hmm. maintain your marriage, it just yeah. helps to do things like that. Mm -hmm. Because then when the FBI is investigating you, 
and hacking mm -hmm. your computer, it's like, no, this was sent by snail mail. And if he was smart, he put on gloves. And so they can't trace it back to him, even though we all know what it is. Yeah. No, I love this. This was one of the very few things that like they acknowledged when people got released in NXT was Dexter Loomis in Persia going. And so for them to acknowledge he's back, even though it's on the main roster, I thought was super cute. But I also was like, what does Claire Davenport want with Dexter Loomis? Like, that no, she was doesn't. She just, she just doesn't like Indy Hartwell because Blair Davenport shows up. Like, uh, uh, she takes the, the letter, she tears it in half. It's like, who the hell are you? Like, I'm Blair Davenport, and I am the next NXT ch women's champion. And I was like, okay, cool. B Priestley is great. Uh, I didn't actually see any of her run in NXT UK. Uh, she's really good. So starting her off with a feud with Indy Hartwell that then sends Indy Hartwell to the main roster. So index can be a thing there. Probably. I don't know. I don't know why you would tease it if they weren't actually going to get back together, but if they're going to get back together, I'm really not sure how you do that since he's actively again, perhaps I, like if, if he gets to the ring, if he, if he achieves what he's his goal, I'm coming after AJ Styles. Why? Like, what's the why? What was what? Why was why was he coming after AJ Styles? That's the thing. I because if it's not to murder him, I'm very I'm very upset because I want if I you, want that. You simply cannot add another woman to the Raw roster. She's got no. if Indy's getting called up, and I think she should. If you're yeah. not going to give her the title, call her up. She needs to go to SmackDown. I think that might have just been a one week acknowledgement that like, because they made Perhaps. such a big deal about him yeah. not being there. And she's been kind of on this, like, I don't have anybody run. And then for him to come back to WWE, I think it was more just like a, a cute wave at that. Um, yeah. That was just rude of Blair Davenport to do. Like, just let yeah. her have her letter. Pick a fight yeah. with her a different way. You don't have no, to yeah, destroy kind of art bad. slash possibly evidence. Mm -hmm. That's just rude. The batter to one jam beard says, "Acknowledge your tribal tribal chef, Boy R D." <laughs> uh, Acknowledge him, um, wise man. <laughs> um. So we we got a um. We got a a, a tease for Wendy Chu versus Tiffany Stratton and a lights out match. Um. Uh, so, um, uh, Alpha Bill says, Ricky the Dragon and Wendy Chu, it has begun, because Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's going to be on, uh, it, on AW tomorrow. Flow Man says, Ricky Steamboat on Diamond Mike tomorrow, LFG, agreed. Um, but, uh, I, uh, uh, there's no reason, okay. Don't do this! The lights out match. Unless while the lights go out, like she's gonna, it's gonna come back up, and then she's gonna be Mei Ying. There's, there's no reason for the lights to go out unless she's gonna be two faces of Wendy. Okay, the Dragon Shoe. The Dragon Shoe has become. I have manifested the Dragon Shoe. You have to stop talking. Sean has to stop writing. Enough. <laughs> Enough out of you two. Says hashtag Dragon Shoe. SRS should report this so it happens. Because if he reports it, it happens. It's true, and it happens the same damn day. Listen. 
this segment tonight proved what we already know, which is that Wendy Chu can do anything. There's nothing Karen Q cannot do. So just let her be a person. But I, I actually really loved this. She was like, I am tired. I am tired of Tiffany Stratton acting like this uptight little bitch. I thought this was fantastic because it was like, it somehow we talked about character versus gimmick, right? This blended both of them really well. Like this was so cool that she was like, she's this woman who just is tired and taking naps all the time. And she was like, it's because I'm tired of bullshit basically, which I thought was so great. Yeah. And she was like, I'm tired of you thinking I'm a joke. And then went through like the pranks that she played on her as a means to get under Tiffany Stratton's skin, right? So I loved the segment from her and I loved how justified and grounded it was to make this very out there gimmick feel like there was a reason that she behaved this way. That's great mm-hmm. work. I don't need yeah. her to be asleep all the time or to be a 5,000 year old dragon lady. I just want her to be the great wrestler that she is and to be a normal person. <laughs> Can, Let me have nice things. Doubling down her, on insane gimmicks is not the direction that I want NXT to go in. Can um can the can there be a normal person character, and then also there can be the three faces of Wendy. So like, or three faces of Karen, I guess. So like, Karen Q is 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 regular, and then there's Wendy Chu, which is kind of like the dude love character, and then there's Mei Ying who's mankind and that like that we already talked about this i think that i think that karen q can be cactus jack and then we got the two things the two different on the spectrum the full gamut i'm just i'm just saying you got to give people what they want kamala valley says lfg hashtag dragon chew manifesting no on the same spectrum would be Sleepy character is 75% of the way in one direction, and the full end of that spectrum is narcoleptic. The other side would be always awake, hypercaffeinated, whatever, whatever. The other side of that spectrum is not 5,000-year-old dragon lady. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Just let her be yeah. a human. Yes. Uh, or, or, uh, batted one, Jam Beard, very helpful. Another gimmick idea for Dragon Chew. Before each map, flip a coin. Heads it's Wendy, tails it's Dragon Lady. It can be like a two-faced style gimmick. Let the coin decide. Ding! Yeah? I think it's got legs. That's rude to do the hair and makeup, if anything. That's just like, yeah. you got it. <laughs> Listen, they're already, they already did the pre-tape, <laughs> though, with uh, with uh, Saray walking out as like little little uh, schoolgirl Saray, and then she walks into the fog, and she comes out the other side, and she's a superhero. Just do the pre-tape of the of the coin flip backstage, and then you'll already you you know that'll be fine. Uh, and Louise says she'd be called Cactus Karen. I think that's a really good uh, name for it. Yeah. I love um, so much about this show, except for the three minutes where we talk about Dragon Shoe. Every other every impression. Here's the thing. Okay, so think of uh, how you feel about Dragon Shoe. Okay. And then imagine everybody super chatting and humper chatting, you doing an impression of Dragon Chew. That's how I feel about Nathan Frazier. But I make it through every night. I do it. I do it for the people and it's for your, you. It's your fault for doing a great impression of Nathan Fraser. It's not a good, it's a terrible impression. Nobody talks like that. If it was it's just horrible. the voice, no one would care. But you're golden retriever essence of him that you captured is so perfect i think that's i think that's probably true 
Um, the I think that's one probably Dragon Chew. We can Dragon. talk about Dragon Chew the, as much as you want if you keep sending in your money. I don't give a shit. Yeah. The bad of the one jam beard says, I pitched the idea on Monday. But Johnny, when he ret- returns, he unites his two families. Johnny, Candace, Champa, Loomis, Indy, and Theory. No. No. Please no. There's For some reason, Please I feel God, like no. there's just one name in particular that stands out that would make you opposed to that idea. I don't know why, but it sure Here, feels here's, like here's, here's, what here's what I'm opposed to. Here's what I'm opposed to. Johnny Gargano's introduction to the main roster and the biggest audience possible for a sustained amount of time since he only had like what like a match and a half there when they when when Vince was like, "Hey Hunter, give me all of your best guys." And, and then, then he was like, jo- but then that Johnny guy's and Chapa short. were like, um, "No." But Johnny <laughs> on the main roster when he as he gets there, he's the best baby face in the world when he's when they when they let him be. Like he's just he's an amazing underdog who can go, who can sell like crazy, who can work like mad. Like He's the like I don't I think it was an awesome like playing against type to see him as the father figure for a group of clownish heels that was fun to watch because we had already seen him in NXT for years being the best baby face in the business I think you got to reintroduce him to the main roster as the thing that he is the best at um uh and eventually maybe we get back to to him doing the clownish heel stuff but I I want him to be pure. Babyface Johnny when I see him the next time. He had even said in that uh, StarCast panel or whatever that part of the reason he wanted to, they wanted him to come more heel and he decided to be funny heel because it was during the pandemic and he was like, I honestly just felt like people needed a laugh. So I don't think that's even something that he would probably necessarily want because he, I think, sincerely was just like, "Mm, there's a global pandemic. Let's post my own people's faces, which was cool. Yes, that's, that's true. Um, yeah, it was it's very true. Um, I, I uh, uh, yeah, here's what I'm gonna say. Manny Rose, Zoe Stark. We we got the another another QR code for this thing. If you scanned it, it was her standing there holding the belt over her head over Mandy Rose, and I was like, why is this her gimmick though? Like, I know this was the thing that you did to promote her coming back, and since then we didn't do anything. We did it tonight. Nothing about her says, I'm going to hack the broadcast with a bunch of QR codes. Why is, why is that her related to her in any way? None of, none of anything that she does like reminds me of that. It's what's a weird thing, right? Uh, yeah, this isn't like, look, it's not like, it's not like she's always in front of the computer crunching numbers or something. No. Or Axiom, who just like loves math. Um, how that guy was here, then he went away forever. <laughs> like they haven't mentioned him since that weird, like, good for you, slap. They didn't mention him. I'm sure he'll be back, but it was kind of funny that like they, they, they didn't work out so well. If you're um, going to do the QR code gimmick. Yeah. Why the F would be that be what you put up? You either spoil the match or you tell us that's not who's going to win because duh, like you're not going to spoil the match. What the ever loving F this was so stupid. I hated that. They did this. I assume this means we're running it back. Yeah. But like, 
this was such a dumb it's weird that they do this technology for zoe starks because it makes no sense and then on top of that like why would you choose to do this there's nothing good can come out of that no it's weird yeah um so this is mandy rose working over zoe starks uh injured knee for the entire match uh zoe hitting the worst version i've ever seen of her finisher mandy rose rolling out of the ring Mandy Rose hitting her running knee, Zoe kicking out, Mandy Rose removing Zoe's medically uh, necessary brace uh, and then wearing it while uh, while hitting another knee for the victory. Um, I just felt very odd. It just felt like like Zoe has said, I'm 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 relentless. Uh, I'm not like anybody you've ever faced before, Mandy Rose. And like I, I would say that's true. And then Mandy Rose immediately negated that, like she should. Like if it were a shoot fight, yes, you are really strong and really explosive. Let's see how explosive you are when I take your surgically repaired knee out from under you. Like that's what she should do. But if it, But it just makes Zoe Stark look like, well, you have a huge Achilles heel. You may have once been what you say you are. But if Mandy Rose, technical witch wizard Mandy Rose, can just negate that like that, well, then you're not what you say you are anymore. And that's not great. It's not like she cheated to do it, did she? She just, like, took advantage. Like, you've got a hurt knee. I'm going to kick you in the knee until you can't walk anymore. And then I'm going to keep hurting your knee over and over again. It wasn't like while the ref's back was turned, she clubbed her in the knee with a lead pipe. Like, she just beat her because... Mandy Rose is a better wrestler than Zoe Stark? I don't know. I don't want to live in that world. Um, That made it sound like a game of Clue, which was really fun. That could work with the QR code thing. Yeah. But this is what's tricky about your champion not necessarily being the best wrestler on the roster. Because it's like your champion should do all of the things that Mandy Rose did. But mm -hmm. because we know what Zoe Stark's capabilities are and we know what Mandy Rose's capabilities are, like, it doesn't feel believable, which is, like, this is just, like, a damned if you do, damned if you don't, because, like, Mandy Rose did everything that a fighting champion should do in that situation. Um, especially without, like, we didn't really get, like, girls at ringside stuff, right? So her looking like a strong champion is good. It's just, like, a little bit too late i feel like for mm -hmm. that and then on top of that like i guess we kind of like have to talk about the fact that like her top kept sliding off like there were a couple of wardrobe malfunctions here it was just very obvious that mandy Rhodes was distracted the whole match trying to make sure her boobs were gonna stay in her top because mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. they didn't twice um and even when she went to have her hand raised she was trying to get the ref not to do it because she was scared she was going to fall at her top so it was just tough to watch it because there was an unfortunate Janet Jackson situation that happened. And then on top of that, like she was just distracted the rest of the match by it. That's why we got two black screens. If you noticed was like to mm -hmm. give her time to readjust. So it was hard to stay in the match when Mandy Rose was not fully in the match because she was just constantly like adjusting, which is just like very unfortunate. It's a crazy idea that I just had, Kate. What if I'm just, and I'm just spitballing here. 
what if we let the women wrestle while wearing things that cover up regions that would have to be blacked out if they somehow became exposed? Like, would, what if no, women like, didn't wrestle in, in like, really revealing lingerie? Nope. That, that Like, what if that was a thing? That, that would never the, work. No, you're right. It would never work. It was Wait, what idea. do you think? You'd just wear ring gear? It was a it was a stupid idea, and I really apologize. Uh, Ed Uribe says, uh, "Hey Alex, I, I I thought about how you didn't believe Zoe Stark's promo about how quickly she recovered from her knee injury, so I did my own detective work and asked Zoe's cousin on her Twitch stream if the fast recovery was real, and it turns out yes, it was. Listen, I didn't say I didn't believe it. I said that the way that they structure promos all the time, it will tell you that somebody was supposed to be out for a year and a half." But they came back in six months. Like, we don't know how long they were supposed to be out because we don't see the medical report. You tell us what it is. And of course, it sounds a lot better. Like, there's there's like them saying that Cody Rhodes is going to be out until SummerSlam next year. But when he comes back at the Royal Rumble, we're supposed to go, oh, what a marvel of modern medicine. How could he do it? And to their credit, I think they try and do stuff like that to keep you from being like, well, maybe that means they're returning at this event to like right. keep you from booking oh, it out. I get it. Head, but a, like, a... we can also just Google, right? Like, what a normal. I, th I think it's amazing that Zoe, the Zoe Starks, did recover in that amount of time with the injury that she had. I think that's great. I'm just saying. But Alex's point being, is... they're like, oh, he stubbed his toe. We'll see him in three years from now, <laughs> so that when they come back in two weeks, they're like, yeah, oh, right. It's, just a, it's a medical miracle. Yeah, uh, nerd like, like Ezekiel got power bombed onto the ring apron. We've seen Kevin Owens do that to people who have a match later that week. <laughs> so the idea that like, oh no, Ezekiel's gone forever. Oh, Ezekiel never, we'll never see him again. Uh, like you know, they they lie all the time about that kind of stuff. Nerguru says, uh, uh, for the record, control is the hottest trio in the biz, and I mean that in both senses of the word hot, not toxic. LOL, respectfully. Yes, the hottest trio in the biz is definitely uh, Bailey and EO and Dakota. And I will uh, uh, take in the no business, other, man in the, or in woman, the, in this business, in this great sport, Alex, in yeah, this uh, industry. Jennifer Pringle says, Stop talking crazy, Alex. Not possible. Ladies must wrestle in underclothes. If they don't, if they don't, they start getting crazy ideas like equality. Come on now. I did one week of exposed shoulders, and that was it. I don't know how they go out there and do this. This is the but. thing. All you did was show your shoulders, and the chat lost their mind. <laughs> we Respectfully. Should, we we should just do things like randomly do a black screen on your thing and see if they, they start going like, oh. I was looking in my wardrobe for something that would be like a one-shoulder exposed situation. And one, <laughs> but I don't have anything that's that asymmetrical look what what a, if, if women start wrestling in gear what are they gonna just what, wrestle what, and what, get what noted for do? their skill you think they're just um, gonna what like Shayna baszler she's just, they're just yeah. gonna go out there and start kicking asses um we uh we got um a, a thing here we say um nurguru says if it's if it's winner uh winner take it wakes all stuff then how about uh mandy rose um uh, <laughs> then he says if Mandy Rose beats Mako Satamura, that is uh, the night that wrestling died part 12 yep. or whatever it is. Um, uh, I think that's a great way to get Man Mandy Rose the hell up to the main roster is the Mako Satamura being the person who, you know, beats her is like, nope, 
nobody beats Mako Satamora. Like that's her whole gimmick is like she, nobody beats Mako Satamora. She's the final boss. Um, I think it's 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 that's a that's that's a great way of doing it. So uh, that makes sense to me if you're going to do that, um, especially because like Mandy's whole thing being like you can't beat me because I'm hot, and Mako being like. <laughs> That's not how I wrestle, and that's not who I am. So none of your little, like, I'm so hot, I intimidate you, is going to work on Mako Satomura. Like, it's just, they, they wrestled in opposite planes of existence. I think that there's something good there. Um, um, yeah, uh, I don't know what we do with Zoe. I mean, I know that, I don't also know, like, there's a whole thing, of, like, doesn't she have a match on Friday? And they were, like, doing stuff with, like, she could barely walk in this match. So her being medically cleared for Friday seems weird. Oh no! We started talking about how about my shoulders. We talked about your shoulders, and then we talked about how hot Mandy Rose is. And here's the porn bots. We were being respectful. These porn bots, however, yeah. Um. So I don't. Yeah, I mean Zoe and oh, and by the way, Nikita came out and helped run off J.C. Jane and Gigi. Um, like. Yeah, why? JC Jane, EG, like Nikita and Zoe went winding up beat up backstage, and they need somebody else for the for the uh for the tournament, and Gigi and JJ happening to be there. Like, hey, we'll 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 enter the tournament, and Adam Pierce being like, oh, oh, sure. And I mean that that would make it make sense in some some kind of way. I just as soon as I saw Nikita, I was like, you couldn't do a cannonball into the corner last week. <laughs> That's all I could think about. Uh, Quincy Elliott has a gimmick, and he's going to be on TV, not just uh, level up. He yeah. is, what is he called? The, the Super Diva? I think it was the Super Diva. The Super Diva? Um, he's good from what I've seen. That makes me happy. Yeah, he's, 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 he's very good. Uh, his work rate is very high for a, for a man of his size. Um, he is, uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we should see what we're, we're going to do it. Um, I can't uh, emphasize uh, enough that if you guys want to call me hot, you're supposed to spend him, send him money, but I appreciated this. Right. Um, <laughs> we will see, we'll see. I'm, 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 I'm sorry to, to be the person who's like, I don't know how they're going to handle this. Let's let's make like because I, I'm sorry I just I remember so very clearly what they did with Gold Dust and uh, and and Billy and Chuck were like they're heels because they're homosexual don't you understand you're supposed they're they're worthy of derision because of their sexual orientation and that was it so him being a thing like like I I I think it's great I I, I want to make sure that we're not just doing that again because I don't trust like wrestling at all, but specifically this company to handle that. Well, sure. That's a very reasonable concern though. Quincy Elliott seems very over. Yeah. So I would hope that, I mean, they've done it before with baby faces that sure they have. <laughs> they've just decided it. I'd be much more concerned about that. If Vince, I I'll be honest, if Vince was in charge, I don't think we see Quincy Elliott and NXT yet. No. 
Uh, Tom Lavalli says Luis is the porn bot smasher. That's very true. He is. He rules. Cyclops says shoulder guys are worse than feet guys. Jeez. It's true. Um, we got a Grayson Waller interview where he's going to have a talk show. And he's going to have Apollo Crews on the talk show. Just fight. I don't like talk shows anyway. Like, I didn't even like Kevin Owens' thing. His was like, at least self-effacing. But I just don't like talk shows, and I definitely don't like Grayson Waller's talk show already, unless something insane happens. But, like, the last talk show we had was Lashing Out with Lash Legend, and that had about three episodes, and a producer died by the hands yeah. of the NXT parking lot and Tony D'Angelo, and then she never recorded another episode. Like, yeah, I just feel like they're not for me. Wrestling um, weddings? All day. Yeah. All day with a wrestling wedding. Uh, um... Uh, uh, here's what I'll say. Uh, last night we said um, uh, we we saw Drew McIntyre says, "You're a wrestler. I'm a wrestler. Let's just freaking wrestle." And I was like, "I've never been so uh, aroused in my entire life." So, <laughs> so, so I was like, "Yeah, let's just do that." In all cases, when in doubt, just freaking wrestle. How about that? Correct. That's my deal. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Um. Uh, so uh, we um, we got Braun Breaker versus JD McDonough, and I'll tell you what I have uh, always been a fan of. Crazy guy won't stay down until you kill him. Seems to enjoy pain, um, uh, like like doesn't like is is too stupid to know when to quit. Or is too psychotic to know when to quit. Um, I've always loved that kind of a uh, kind of a wrestler. I just hate it when JD McDonough does it. Like, like it doesn't really work for me. He doesn't work for me. Uh, I would love to see it like on other wrestlers, but not this wrestler. Um, so his whole thing were like you know. Uh, eventually, Braun, I'm gonna take your shoulder and rip it out of the socket, and I'm then I'm gonna surgically remove this part of your body and reattach it over here, and all all that sort of stuff. Never really like it wasn't a thing for me. Um, uh, I, I I like Braun being like hitting him with a spear, hitting him with another spear, because uh, because again, he won't stay down. He's just he's, you know whatever. I just I just wish I wish you gave that gimmick in NXT to a guy who I who I like and can stomach as opposed to JD McDonough, whom I can't. I feel like that feeds itself though, right? Like all the traits you just described also describe Dean Ambrose. Doesn't know when to quit. Kind of crazy. Yep. Too much yep. pain. The, um, but the, he wasn't presented uh, here, to us. One second, before we get too far away from that, I'll, I'll let you finish what you were saying. The very best version of that ever was Dean Ambrose in the build up to his match versus Triple H for the t for the title at Roadblock, that yes. crazy weird thing where it was like where he was they, Triple H was sending everybody after Ambrose, just ruining him over and over again, and he'd like roll over and like reach for a microphone and say, "That all you got?" Like he was just he was so freaking great at it, and it was amazing. And then they built him versus him versus Braun uh, versus Brock Lesnar, and it was the worst thing ever. And it was just so terrible that they had that amazing build for him versus Triple H. He lost the match, and then the, his prize was to work with Brock, who wanted nothing to do with Dean Ambrose. It was so sad. Anyway, now go ahead. No, you're right. I kind of proving my point in the process in that the 
that build was great. This build we got we got facts about how many Americans die from choking on popcorn and a mannequin. A mannequin that was backstage at the same place as Braun Breaker when Braun was in the ring. Like <laughs> JD McDonald's not gonna be my favorite guy for obvious reasons, but like at the same time, he's a pretty good wrestler. But when you give me this uh-huh. guy just sitting in the crowd spitting out medical facts, there's a way to say someone operates like a surgeon in the ring and not have it be an embarrassing first grade presentation, like which I think is what we're getting away from, which I'm relieved. Like hopefully that trickles down to NXT too. But part of it, like same with what I was saying with Roxy before, like we've only had this this. Elementary is the only word I can think of for it. This elementary presentation of like, like, yeah, they called Dean Ambrose lunatic fringe every five seconds, but like the builds were still good. Like that Triple H one was great. Like you didn't have to tell me everything. So spoon fed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't think this was going to be my favorite thing in the world anyway, but that shit did not help. Uh-huh. Yeah. At all. And I also think, I liked the Ziggler program. I know it wasn't your favorite. Um, I don't like that the title switched hands. Was, I thought that it was, was just stupid. so random. It was just so random. It was yeah. so random and and stupid. But I liked what happened to the ring, and I liked the promos around it. Since Gacy, the the Braun Championship brand has fallen off a cliff, and it's not his fault. It's just been really bad creative since, and yeah. he needs to either drop and move up, or um, they need to give him an opponent that feels important. Which if you're Spilling a box of NXT UK stars, like maybe someone in there will shake out. Yeah, well, we got the first one because it's, it's Tyler Bate coming out wearing the NXT UK uh, championship, which I'm being told hasn't his winning it hasn't aired yet. Like they didn't like he won it, but they taped it and it hasn't aired yet. Is what I is what I've been told. I don't, I don't watch NXT UK. No, they did like, that. They did that with Ivy too. They were like, "You lost in UK," and it was like mm, yeah. her matches haven't been out there yet. The tournament airs on Thursday, and he wins it on Thursday. And if they just waited a week, like I don't know, I think that's very funny to me. Uh, but I guess they wanted the whole thing of them both holding the belts up. But I don't know. Um, anyway, Tyler Bate comes out, and I, I, I will say this. The original NX, the original WWE UK tournament thing that they did in January of like 2016 or whenever it was, um, was my introduction to a lot of guys who I love now, uh, including Pete Dunn, not Butch, including Tyler Bate. Uh, I think Zach Gibson was in the second the second one, um, but uh, oh, oh, that was the first time we ever saw. Alistair Black in WWE. Oh was my he, gosh. he worked a match versus Neville uh, as like an exhibition. He was still called Tommy End at the time. Like the first time I ever saw him wrestle was at that tournament. Um, like the 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 build of Tyler Bate, this kid, like 20 years old, going all the way to winning that title was some of the best stuff I've ever seen in a tournament ever. Like the how do you tell a story where you're introducing all these characters to us? And by the end, like that was one of, I think that was Regal was highly involved in that, but that was also Triple H. 
Like that showed to me, like Triple H, if when he really should like when he bears down, like this is the story we're telling. It happens over the course of several matches, over the course of a couple of days. This is what we're doing. It was so so amazing. So I have I've loved Tyler Bates since then. Uh, the match that he had with Pete Dunn at that takeover Chicago, I think it was, uh, where Pete Dunn won the title from him. That's still one of my very favorite matches of the last 10 years. Um, I I really, really uh, love Tyler Bate. So, Pete, Pete um, Dunn in title matches is like a different level somehow. Like, I don't know what it is, yeah. but he just bears down and finds that that extra yeah. thing. So his last match in America was with uh, uh, Trent Seven versus DIY at Worlds Collide 2020. Um, I, I mean, I'm I, I'm a big fan of his uh, him coming out just just being very affable. Tyler Bate uh, walking down to the ring and Braun's like, "What the hell are you doing here?" He's like, "I'm here just because I'm here." And then they're like, "Oh, worlds are colliding," says Vic Joseph. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah. Um, uh, we're we're getting we're getting the big strong boy versus uh was braun steiner and that's gonna be a really fun match to watch if they if they don't work it around like oh well i'm I'm going to be attacking your shoulder for five minutes like just let tyler Bate wrestle a real match and like that's throwing uh braun breaker into the deep waters and let him swim Let's see what you can do, kid, because this this young guy has got everything you need to wrestle in a, a wrestle a mat. Like, so I'm very, very excited to see what happens. It was very nice to see Braun out with no tape on too, or any there was no like you're still gonna target weaknesses, right? Because you're the surgeon yeah. guy or whatever. But like Braun was not making excuses in any way. Like Braun was like, No, this is me at hundred percent. I felt like pretty much. Which was nice to see, and I hope just I just want that. Like, give me, give me big meaty men slapping meat. Yeah, uh, Reese Power says uh, whoever loses between Braun and the Big Strong Boy surely is main roster bound. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know what their plans are. Like, it felt to me like months ago the the plans were let's get Braun Breaker to the main roster immediately, and now it, I don't know. They're they're not doing title programs that seem to speak that way to me. Joe no, Gacy not right over now. and over again. Cameron Grimes and, and and now JD. It's like it doesn't feel like they're they're doing. They don't have a lot of uh, what do you call it urgency about telling really good stories and compelling stuff with uh, with Braun Breaker right now. No, that'll be. I think right now the way I I think it's going to go is he'll be a, in in the Rumble, and I don't know if he'll be like the guy that comes onto the scene and wins it right away. Mm -hmm. But I think that call up time now is what makes the most. I bet. Yeah. Cause rumble's probably going to be for Cody or Cody centric. Um, but I, I could absolutely see uh, Braun entering the rumble at like number four, yes. eliminating the most guys in the match, being one of the final four and then Cody winning yeah. the whole thing. Like that's, that that's what I could, you know, and like, that, could that be would really be kind of cool. A really, really fun story, a really fun introduction to the roster. He is someone that uh I think I think it would make sense to call up Solo Sokawa and Carmelo Hayes and a few people beforehand. Because I don't think Carmelo's getting a title run in NXT. I don't think he needs it. Um, but Braun, because I think he's their golden boy of the future, 
you do have to more carefully time and you just hope that he's main roster ready when he gets there. Everybody right. else, break them in. Break them in during Survivor Series season. Mm-hmm. Why not? Like, it's, it hasn't met anything in a really, really long time. This is a really good shout. If you're going to keep doing um, uh, Bobby Lashley defending every week, like, have him start doing open challenges. Like, this, like I mean, Cena AJ Styles is basically an open challenge. Braun was... showing up one week after after Lashley's won like seven matches in a row, and all of a sudden Braun Breaker shows up and beats Bobby Lashley. Boom! Instant like who the hell is this guy? And he he immediately becomes somebody we we're all supposed to supposed to look at. Like that's, that's and a something good idea. something that makes uh, Lashley's reign feel like it meant something as well. I think that's a really cool idea. I loved when that was my favorite Cena title reign from the time I was watching in real time. I think was that U.S. title reign was like my favorite thing he yeah, ever so did. And, and, so and they ruined everything because the guy they had taken off of him was Alberto Del, Del Rio. Rio. After all the people he came so close to losing it to, they gave it to friggin' uh, um yeah, Braun Rumble debut Mania beats Lashley. I could see that. That could be fun. I could that could be that. really fun. Um, batter to one Jambeard says, Can we just merge 2.0 in UK and have one NXT and do a couple of takeovers in the UK as well? I don't know about the second part, but they're definitely doing that first. Thing. I think, yeah, it feels they're like they're headed that way. Doing that first thing. <laughs> uh, batter to one Jambeard says, Bait versus Braun will be a banger of a match, but the guy who eventually should take the title from Braun is a returning Dragonov. Oh, that would be really fun. Yeah. I don't know if they have that kind of faith in Dragunov, but I do. I I do too. Here here's here's what I think would be more likely for them to do with Dragunov is when he's healthy, he just is the he's the new Fabian Eichner. They'll just put him there with Walter and completely ignore the thing that like he's he it's a he feels like just his aura feels like it fits in. With this new Imperium, they might be building. Yeah, that, I mean, Hopefully that's what made they that can title do a so thing good. where, like, but the problem is, is that it makes no sense with the continuity of NXT, and the Hunter's all about that. So maybe not, I guess. But um, it feels like you, something you they would definitely stable. have done. Yeah. No, if I if you if I beat you, you have to join my stable as a perfectly acceptable playbook yeah. for that. I think, yeah. and I will say, Dragonoff versus Ben Walter was like. I said that last takeover felt like they were trying to save a product that was mm-hmm. dead anyway. That match, and I know you hated the ending, but that match was incredible. And I remember being like, this is the last one of these I'm going to see for a really long time. And being mm-hmm. emotionally sad because it felt like they were doing everything they could yeah. to make it go out with a bang. Yep. Um, Luis says they need to bring a Noam Darin and uh, to daft the fuck out of Von Wagner's punk ass. That's what Luis says. Um, uh, Grayson Waller says the only good wrestling talk show stars RJ City. That is 100% correct. <laughs> uh, JDB Pringle says referee rule number 129 42. When a weapon is on the ground or mat and not in the hand of a sports entertainer, it ceases to exist in the material plane. And therefore, anything is fair game. Uh, that's good. Uh, yeah, that's what happened with Cora Jade anyway. Um, uh, so, um, Flame Incorporated 
says, um, uh, Alex, can I ask you this question? Asuka has done it all, like everything. Um, Marina? Marina. Money in the Bank, uh, Soul Survivor, all titles, you name it. She did it. Except NXT Women's Tag. Should she get them to complete the collection? No. Not right. Not right now. No, I mean, no. I know. I don't. I don't think she needs the NXT Women's Tag. And then, and then Flame says, "Happy one year." So happy one year. Well, to you thank two. you. Um. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, have you thought yet about what your request is for the song? Oh crap! I haven't really. Um. Reese Power says, "Braun versus Lashley, Bait versus Gunther at Mania books itself." I still, I still think, I still think there's, there's money, super crazy money in babyface Chad Gable versus Gunther. Like there's so, oh, hell yeah. so much money in that, and they'll never hell ever yeah. do it. I want it to um, be Black Hole Sun. <laughs> okay, I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. Just that dopey ass uh, little boy singing the most depressing song about wanting to kill yourself. Okay. Uh, blah, 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 blah. It's so sad. It's so sad because. It- totally happened. Sean Blanford says whenever I'm with him, something inside starts to burning and I'm filled with desire. Could it be a devil in me or is this the way love's supposed to be? It's like a heat wave! Stay awesome, Alex and Kate. Heat well, wave. Thank you that, for uh, Pointer Sisters, I think. Fidel Alexander says, happy anniversary to the most beautiful woman in sports and infotainment. Kate, love you too, Alex. Thanks for keeping me away through my late nights working security here in England. Well, you're very welcome. Well, Fidel, thank Alex. you so much for the respectful chats. And it's true, Alex is really pretty. <laughs> CBD's Nuts says, I won't subject myself to watching NXT 2.0, but I will always watch y'all review anything. Team Kalex, best fightful duo. Thank you so much. Thank you. CBD's Nuts, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, Jake Salazar says, uh, Asuka is the goat female wrestler solely for going from toe-to-toe with Minoru Suzuki and living to tell the tale. Damn. Listen. That's a good poll. Listen, she might be she might be the goat female wrestler, but I went toe-to-toe with young Minoru Suzuki one time. And my goodness, I barely lived. Look at a young before he was a murder grandpa. He was this. He, he was the murder zaddy, is what he was. He was, he was the murder, murder zaddy, and he murdered you in very specific ways, which we will not talk about on this podcast. No, it's because we're not we're on TVPG. Um. So, uh, okay. uh, Rob Wilkins says, "Kate, thank you for your kind words today." Rob Wilkins is great. Rob. Okay, first of all, he shouldn't have had to pay money to do that. Second of all. Rob rules. Go follow him on Twitter. He is like, just like very kicking ass and on several different fronts and mm-hmm. um, really super delightful. And uh, our banner Paul- is gone. Oh no, Manoro, okay. he took our banner. Hold on, hold on. I want you. We to, back. Want you be rest- want you be wrestling writer. Come on, me. I don't even write about wrestling. Uh, Paul Elizabeth says, greetings and a happy anniversary to Sir J.W. Pringle. It is indeed a good day and a good year, even without blimps and pimps. Hi, Dad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I am La Lucha says, I'm just here to wish my pal H.H. Hensler a happy anniversary. Much love, Kate. Cheers to many more and to a 28th championship. Yanks rule. 
thank you. They do not rule this past stretch not, of games. Not currently. But not currently. I appreciate um, you. The batter to one Jam Beard says, also, porn accountant needs to educate Denise. Yeah, Denise. Poor, Denise sweet, innocent Denise. is a naive little lad. And unfortunately, her co-host is Sean Rossap. So... Jake Salazar uh, says, um, "Look, you mentioned Denise and the porn bots come back. My God, it, he must have chopped the t t f out of that cuda." <laughs> Minoro, Minoro chopped t f out of my cuda. I can't that imagine that would be very pleasant, but that was your experience, and I'm not here to kink shame. Sometimes I like it rough. Uh, I'd hope so if you were with Minoru's Suzuki. Sutz51 says, hi from the UK. Looking forward to watching another tremendous show. And then says, Sutz UK says, uh, uh, Sutz51 says, sorry, Alex, didn't mean to be mean, but not every UK wrestler is posh or cockney. It's very true. Um, but uh, it would it would be better if I was actually aiming for accuracy with any of these things. <laughs> First of all, that's not true. Every person from the UK is either posh or cockney. There is no middle ground. No. Um, except for Colin Firth. He's the only one. Yeah. Uh, Henry T. Casey says NXT Heatwave, a.k.a. UK picked apart for spare parts. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. I think it'll get better. I was just thinking that this was going to be a really strong in-ring show and it, it wasn't tonight, which was kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, uh, Tom Lavalley says, are you sure you're ready? Because we're going to, yeah. Uh, and CBD's nut says, unrelated, but I definitely did not listen to Battle Cry like seven times a day in anticipation for tomorrow. Nope, couldn't be me. Hey, uh, uh, depending, I guess, on when that, it's either, either the two out of three falls, which is Danielson versus the Dragon Slayer, um, or the return of Kenny Omega, I'm assuming will be the main event of Dynamite tomorrow night and i will be doing a live stream on my personal youtube just look up alex sour graps on youtube and i'll be doing that every every week we'll, i'm going to do a live stream live live stream my reactions to uh the the uh aw dynamite main event so that'll be fun um <laughs> so uh now we're getting into the um <laughs> well here we go brian sullivan says nxt Okay, now that I said a wrestling thing, how about follow that bird for get the flirk out of here? Uh, follow that bird. What the hell is follow that bird? Follow that bird. Is that is a Simpsons, Simpsons reference? No, that's the Sim that's the Sesame Street movie where where uh, Big Bird goes on the road to find his to his real family. It's a uh, it's it's a very sweet movie. One hundred percent review that. But if you <laughs> want to send in chats for that show specifically you can go to what is it kyn chats yeah kyn chats to, to to uh to, to request things formally and don't request anything with hulk hogan in it please yeah no uh jimmy van's doing enough of that no more hulk hogan requests none uh the battle one jam beard says i'm calling it now omega turns on the bucks during the match because he has finally seen the head knot during the title match oh that's interesting Ooh, I don't know if they're going to be able to turn Kenny Heel that fast. But well, I mean, it's yeah. That might be like a um, Sam Punkerton situation where you got like <laughs> don't have a choice yeah. for a few months. Uh, so we're going to start with this. Um, uh, Nurguru says, in honor of the cleaner, 
have Tony D sing Kenny Omega's theme. I hear the battle cry under the devil's sky. The one-winged angel screams. It fuels my hopes and dreams. The best bout machine. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? I hear the battle cry under the devil's sky. The one-winged angel flies. You ready to go? You ready for this? I hear the battle cry under the devil's sky. Hopes and dreams will never die. You ready to go? You ready for this? Are you ready for this? You mother ye gabagool. Uh, that was good. Um, uh, T Electric Mayhem uh, wants to hear Axiom sing The Girl from Ipanema. I forgot about the Axiom impression because I forgot about Axiom because he's just not on TV. That's my favorite one now. It was beautiful. It's my favorite one now, I think. I think I think that one's it. Um uh <laughs> um Press tip. Uh, let's see here. Nathan Last Fraser call. singing. Last call for yeah. Super Chats and Humper Chats. Uh, Nathan Fraser singing Judas. <laughs> you are beautiful on the inside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are innocence personified, and I will drag you down and sell you out. Run away. I am cold like December snow. I've carved out this soul made of stone, and I will drag you down and sell you out. Embraced by the darkness, I'm losing the light. Encircled by demons, I fight. What have I become now that I've betrayed everyone I've ever loved? I pushed them all away, and I have been a slave to the Judas in my mind. Is there something left of me to save in the wreckage of my life? My life. I'm become, I'm become, I'm becoming, I'm become, I'm become, I'm becoming. Judas in, Judas in my mind. I'm become, I'm become, I'm becoming. I'm becoming, I'm becoming, I'm becoming a Judas in, Judas in my mind. Judas in my mind and Bob's your uncle. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tom Lavelli says, Sweet Child of Mine, sung by William Regal. She's got a smile that it seems to me reminds me of childhood memories where everything was as fresh as the bright blue sky. Now and then when I see her face, it takes me away to that special place. And if I stare too long, I'd probably break down and cry. Oh, whoa, 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 sweet child of mine. Whoa, whoa, oh, oh, sweet love of mine. That's my nickname for you, man with the mask. You're my sweet child of mine. <laughs> War game. Very well done. Um, oh my God. I can't believe someone had the nerve to say that not everyone from the UK is posh or cognate, because yes, they are. <laughs> Apparently when I do it. Um, the Batter to One Champ Beard has one for you. They want Sheila to sing Fall and Pray, which is uh, <laughs> which is Karrion Cross's theme song. So you get to talk about Pestilence some more. 
It's at the bottom there. So you look at that while I while I go for this one. The Battle of One Jam Beard says, "Can we have Nathan Fraser singing Narwhals by Mr. Weeble?" Okay, I don't know what that is. Um, narwhals, narwhals, swimming in the ocean, causing a commotion because they are so awesome. Narwhals, narwhals, swimming in the ocean, pretty big and pretty white. They beat a polar bear in a fight like an underwater unicorn. They've got a kick-ass facial horn. They're the Jedi of the sea. They stop Cthulhu eating ye. They are narwhals, narwhals. Just don't let them touch your balls. Narwhals, 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 inventors of the shish kebab. And Bob's your uncle. Kebab's your uncle. Nailed it. There you go. Question. Okay. Yeah, yeah, what? Well, I have it pulled up. I'm convinced that when people say Sheila, they think Linda is Sheila, but I can do it. I think I want you to do it. All right. Well, here's time. Famine and war, pestilence. You cannot endure. The end is here. The end is here. Fall and pray. Fall and pray. Fall and pray at the diner. Fall and pray. Fall and pray. Fall and pray. Fall and pray. Here's time. Here's famine. Here's war. Pestilence. You cannot endure. The end is here. The end is here. Fall and pray. Fall and pray. Fall and pray. There's nine fall and prays. Fall and pray. 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 Like every single one of your husbands. Yeah. They... Oh, there we go. Jake Salazar says, "Can Linda sing Bad Guy by Billie Eilish?" <laughs> you know I can't. Maybe I'll. <clears throat> White shirt now red. My bloody nose sleeping. You're on your tippy toes. Creeping around like no one knows. Think you're so criminal. Bruises on both my knees for you. Well, well, hello. Hello. Uh, uh, don't say thank you or please. I do what I want to when I'm wanting to. My soul, so cynical. So you're a tough guy, like a really rough guy. I just can't get enough guy. Chest always so puffed guy. I'm that bad type, make your mama sad type. Make your girlfriend mad type. Might seduce your dad type. I'm the bad guy. Duh. Oh, you're so bad, Minoru. Hello. Hi, boss. You hate, you hate when I do this, but they're paying me to do it, so I have to. Dad, you said we could stay up later if people were paying us and I pulled audio. <laughs> <sighs> Okay. Are you I, here to give us listen, scoops? Give listen. us the scoops. I just saw the amount of money that you guys have made tonight, and I'm not going to bitch. <laughs> Complain. It's, it's not as much as my shoulders normally make, because, but <laughs> because I'll be honest, I'm not doing Fridays, and the money's down a little bit. Not not going to lie about that one, Kate. Going to need you to step up your game. Going to need you to show some more shoulder on Fridays. Okay. Well, maybe my other co-host needs to start singing more. <laughs> We'll have a gimmick. So, uh, I already gave you guys scoops. FightfulSelect.com quite literally said that, like, Blair Davenport and Tyler Bate and all these people were going to. I plugged show it. Up. I plugged it. But Jambeard says we need Alex to do an SRS impression now. It's got to be better than Denise's. It's What's up, you guys? <laughs> That's, all, it's all I got. <laughs> have you heard denise's alex it's pretty terrible i have i have it's really bad it's really bad and she thinks that it sounds like me but 
now I use that to impersonate myself. <laughs> so when I'm making fun of myself, I'm like, yeah, we're not going to go eat leather or nothing like that. <laughs> I like your your Mark voice. That's my favorite. Oh, yeah. Which You have a few of them. Normally, the, this one is my favorite Mark voice. It's not that different from the leather eating voice. It's not. It's a little more nasally. Little, little higher up. Oh no, you you didn't like this raw segment. Go eat leather. <laughs> That's usually what it is. Did you guys see like it was like the one criticism that I tweeted on Friday and it was like, eh, I'd rather the Usos not lose tag team matches if they're the tag team champions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that got like hosed. And I was like, that's like the one negative thing I've tweeted about WWE in three weeks. I was like, really? Like you're that desperate rather, for the hate content? I would rather the double champions not lose to Drew McIntyre and a random person twice. I think it's yeah. fair. Yeah, I'm not turning on my lights in here. Sorry. Jake, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're going to have to pay a lot more than that, buddy. Jake Salazar is requesting a song uh, from Sean. There's uh, his country dip accent. Sing well, scoot, I don't boogie. know the words to Boot Scoot Boogie. Of course, I've heard it many times being from Kentucky. But if you go to our TikTok, at Fightful.com, I do a skit with dip in my mouth. Mm -hmm. And, yep. uh, you know, I got the... Unfortunately the... for you, Sean, Luis pulls up the lyrics to all of the songs that yep. we sing here. So. Well, uh, I hate to tell you this, but I ain't reading Luis's emails. So, <laughs> wow. tough titty well, says the kitty. I guess you just don't care as much as Alex and I do. Jambeard says every time I hear the leather thing, I hear AJ Styles. <laughs> well, now, now you hear AJ Styles go, that's metal in your freaking lungs. Because <laughs> he's now the puzzle <laughs> boy. There's a lot of precious metals in this replica belt, but there ain't <laughs> precious metals in that. Uh, Emily, I have thirty-five dollars to give you. So if I you, think... if you actually do that, Emily and Allie, my dear twins, uh, I will leave. But also, I will threaten to beat you up for uh, compromising my livelihood. So that's an inside joke. I know it. I know it. We're so. So cool. here's the thing, Kate. I've DM'd the person twice in the past, and they've said nothing to me. <laughs> Just saying. Sean, what's your snack? What are you eating? I so I just got back from the gym and I do exactly what I do after I eat the or I go to the gym and I, I buy Reese cups because that's what that's what you do. But no, it's, it's my cheat drive, snack. It's about power, etc. It's, it's my cheat <laughs> snack for the week. So uh, I was like, ah, I'll burn it tonight. Good on Why you. Not? Every time I hear leather, I think of. Leather Daddy Tobias from Arrested Development. Oh, my gosh. I didn't finish that show, but I do know what you mean. Man, see, look at this. This is how you generate super chats. Kate, do you have a wiki feat that we can review? Let's no, look. I don't. Let's look, because, I mean, we can't Not to my knowledge. We can't use your shoot name anymore. No. There's no I Kate Eliz. I'll just do this. I can just. There you go. There we go. That's a, that's a more money. James Beard says at least two hosts know what a Dom sub is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I do. I will say I'm not as um, naive as perhaps Denise is. Not as innocent as perhaps our our dear Denise. Hey guys, while you're here, leave a thumbs up. This 177 business is pathetic. You should be embarrassed. Not these two. These two are great, but all of you, each and every one of you, you people, all you people, all I can say is. <laughs> well, I got to get the right angle. This is how you should feel. That's not really. I don't... Leave a thumbs up, guys. Just have a thumbs up. Uh oh, Jake says that's right. Show some shoulder, baby. <laughs> I already what, did. What? We're here at 12.30 a.m. Eastern, so I mean, like... If you guys like, are paying for shoulder action, I'll start an OnlyFans. I'm not giving, I'm not giving this guy a cut. Come on. I don't get stupid. a cut. Jimmy gets the cut. <laughs> well, I'm not giving Jimmy a cut. I'm keeping... My shoulder's my money. That's the rule. I, I see. I don't think so. I think you need a good, responsible shoulder pimp. I think that's what no, you look, need. I already... Because otherwise, how are you going to make sure these? Roster. I dropped my last name. I'm not also giving you my third. Party how money. how are you going to make sure that you stay safe? That these these people actually pay up to see your shoulders. It's true. Gotta I mean, Luis sure this... is an independent contractor. I can hire him out. The scheduling's got to be the right thing to do. But <sighs> listen, I just want to say I posted a lot of uh, NXT scoops on Fightful Select today. Yeah. So. Please I subscribe. It, I plugged it like a dame, but we yeah, always we appreciate you stopping by. See you guys later. Wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. What does your shirt say? Oh, it's it's an old suplex shirt. I don't know. It says Legacy on it. Oh, nice. All right. It's it, no no like no, connection to the Ted DiBiase Junior group. Oh, they were the coolest when I first started watching. They like got me so into things. Then I just died. <laughs> okay, we go. I'm gonna finish this out now like a professional. Oh my god. Jake Salazar says I need Sean with his country accent and dip to sing boot scoot and boogie. So I'm gonna do an impression of Sean's uh, country character. <clears throat> I'm the country past the city limits sign where there's a hunky talk near the county line. Jump starts jumping every night when the sun goes down. They got whiskey, women, music, and smoke. It's where all the cowboy folk go to boot, scoot, and boogie. I got a good job, work hard for my money. When it's quitting time, I hit the door running. I fire my pickup truck and let the horses run. I go flying down that highway to that hideaway. Stuck out in the woods doing boot, scoot, and boogie. Yeah, he'll tow dosa do. Come on, baby, let's go boot, scoot, and Cadillac blackjack. Meet me out back, we're going to boogie. Oh, get down, turn around, go to town, boot, scoot, and boogie. I don't, know what, I don't know what my my call sign is for that though. <laughs> the bad one, Jay saying, but it sounds like SRS never left. <laughs> you kind of sound like that guy in twenty years from now. Bad uh, one, Jay Beard says, send all the subs to Luis. He loves them. Defund the sub word, says Luis. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nathan Fraser singing the Chairman's Intent, which of course is Hook's theme. Should be um, Sean Spears. It should, yeah. There we go. <clears throat> Yo, these 16 balls call 16 cars. Kiss these balls, bitch. We stars. Oh, 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 fuck that shit. You ain't hot like Prince. You got little shine, but not like this. Time crumbles when the jet black M5 rumbles. What do we get last summer? But motherfuckers forget. 
till I'm back up on the set and every motherfucking jump shot wet. Same outfit every day like a cartoon, that's me. Or they'll never find you in a shark soup. Nope. And there'll never be a part two. Shit, you're looking at some motherfucking art, boo. You don't even know me. You don't even know me. You don't even know me. And Bob's your uncle. I don't like cursing, but I had to read it. Hmm. It wasn't dopey enough. No, it wasn't. Now I judge your Nathan Fraser within yeah, you itself. Do. You do. Did you know when John came on, we lost viewers? We lost. We just dropped a whole bunch of people. We did. They were only here for we this. actually did. Uh, in honor of a big Steelers win priest on the preseason, can we get Regal singing Redigade by Sticks? <laughs> oh, mama. I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. Lawman has put an end to my running and I'm so far from my home. Oh, mama, I can hear you are crying. You're so scared and all alone. Hagman's coming down from the gallows and I don't have very long. Yeah, the jig is up. The news is out. They finally found me. The renegade who had it made retrieved for a bounty. Never more to go astray. This will be the end today of the wanted man. I want you, man with a mask. Mm -hmm. Uh, war games. Uh, <laughs> so there's a there's a duet now. Two of them. I I saw. Okay, but one well, is of you and yourself. One of the, them is of two of them for me. But this is also like two different Irish accents doing a, a Spanish lyrics song. <laughs> I feel like the, the degree of difficulty is off the charts here, Jake Salazar. Okay. Um, say, Ayagado, El Momento, Shatita, El Alma, Diablar, Sin Mentiris, Espere, Mucho Tiempo, Para, Si Varsi, Cambibabibus, Tehune, Mermiris, Al Principio, Digiste, Kayerir, and Nazari, you're a bad father. Yasifuaron, Lanis, Havis, and Yero, fella. Ye yageron, Yas Flores de Mayo, Yelo Vice, me, Wanagado, Guanalo Macho, ye me sour dolor. Fella, the extremely, the Hispanic term of endearment. You're a bad padre. Tu eres una padre muy mala. You didn't say it like him. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, in, in honor of Kate's one year anniversary, I would like to hear Linda singing Anniversary by Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> um, to Tomorrow clarify. will come. Tomorrow will come, and girl, I can't wait. It's our anniversary anniversary. The first thing I'll do is run straight to you. It's our anniversary anniversary. It's our anniversary. It's our anniversary anniversary. It's our anniversary. It's our anniversary made for you and me. And I've only made plans to hold your little hand. It's our anniversary anniversary. The pleasure's all mine because we have seen good times. It's our anniversary anniversary. Victoria will be no secret at the end of the day. It's our anniversary anniversary. It's a small cup of tea to you and me. It's our anniversary. All I really want to say, my darling, today is a special day. We call our own, so take me in your arms and hold me and tell me you love me and I'll be there for you. 
Do you know what today is? Do you know what today is? It's our anniversary. It's our special day. It's our anniversary. No, today it goes on and on. Happy anniversary to you, sweetheart. I, I, oh, you know, thank you, darling. You know, you know I you. love you. Though technically, but, our anniversary is New Year's Day. Well, you but know what mine, I mean. yeah. Yes, our um, anniversary. Yeah. This cracked me up. We're not so much still reviewing as we are um, karaoke juke for box time. So. Yeah. No, it's just yeah. The review's over. Review's over. Now we're just doing a the the right. We're doing show. whatever this part is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the battle. Stop sending in says, more. We got to get the hell out of here, guys. Famous Balor is a bad fella. <laughs> Eres un padre malo is the way to translate bad father into Spanish. There you go. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, uh, has anyone ever requested Linda and Sheila singing "Thank You for Being a Friend"? Linda has sung it, I think, five times. But yes, I, yeah, yeah. I think uh, Moni did it at one point. Uh, I don't thank you she... for being a friend. Traveled down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a party and invited everyone you knew, ooh, 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 you would see the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being my friend. You're welcome. Thank you for being, thank you and all of your husbands for being my friend. Yes. Uh, let me see you. Okay. Linda's been doing so much FMKing. I worried she'll never be clean again. I think we could benefit from hearing some internal strife in the forms of some lines from Lady Lady Macbeth. Can Linda get out the spot? Let me see here. Here we go. <clears throat> oh wait, we got it. Out, damn spot. Out, I say. One, two. Why then? Tis time to doot. Hell is murky. Fie, my lord, fie. A soldier in a fear. What need we fear? Who knows it? When none can call our power to account. Yet who would have thought the old man to have so much blood in him? The fate of Fife had a wife. Where is she now? What will these hands ne'er be clean? No more of that, my lord. No more of that. You mar all with the starting. Here's the smell of the blood still. All the perfumes of Arabia will not sweeten this little hand. Oh, oh, oh. Sometimes when we're doing this, I'm just, like most of the time, I'm just in it, right? We're just going through these. And then other times I take a step back for a second and I'm mm -hmm. like, what the fuck are we doing? No, no. <laughs> there's, not, there's, there's no way to describe it. It's this. I can't believe this is a real show. We're the ones doing it, and I can't believe this is a real show. Can't believe so. it's a real show. Um, okay, so uh, here we go. One last one. Uh, one last one by myself, and then two um, two duets to finish us out. This is your request by JJ. <laughs> Black Thank Hole you, Sun, JJ, as, for funding it. As uh, sung um, uh, by uh, Nathan Frazier. <clears throat> In my eyes, indisposed, in disguises no one knows. Hides the face, lies the snake. In the sun, in my disgrace, boiling heat, summer stench. Neath the black, the sky looks dead. Call my name through the cream, and I'll hear you scream again. Black hole sun, won't you come and wash away the rain? Black hole sun, won't you come, won't you come, won't you come? I mean, I'm not going to do the whole song, but you get the idea. And Bob's your uncle. <laughs> Thank you. 
Battle One Jambier says next week we need a, Sh a Sheila and Moni duet. Time to get your working boots on, Kate. No, I don't gotta... work. I just look cute. <laughs> I have shoulders out. That's what, I don't that's work. what you should do. So <laughs> while I do all the songs, you should have you should have the shoulders out. I should. Oh, I'll, I'll wear a shawl next week and I'll and reveal then, it at the time. And then take it off. Take take it off for for the, for the for the songs. All right. Um, so Jake Salazar has requested um, uh, Don't Go Breaking My Heart uh, with Nathan Frazier and, and Aunt Sheila. I'm here. Aunt Sheila's here, okay. babies. Okay. Uh, all right, here we go. Don't go breaking my heart. I couldn't if I tried. Oh, honey, if I get restless. Baby, you're not the kind. Don't go breaking my heart. You take the weight off of me. Oh, honey, when you knock on my door. Oh, I gave you the key. Oh, nobody knows it when I was down. I was your clown. Oh, nobody knows it. Nobody knows it. Right from the start. I gave you my heart. Oh, I gave so you my heart. So don't go breaking my heart. Don't go breaking my heart. I won't go breaking your heart. And Bob's your uncle. And now, uh, it's it, Linda and Sheila duet of Holla Back Girl. The Sour Graps NXT variety show is greater than <clears throat> NXT 2.0 from It's Really Brian. Thanks, Brian. I uh, firmly believe it's you. Uh, Want to take every other line, I guess? Sure. Do you want to start really a or duet go song? Okay, I'll, I'll start. <clears throat> okay. Uh-huh, this my shit. <laughs> oh, the girls, stop your feet like this. A few times I've been around that track. So it's not just gonna happen like that. Cause I ain't no hollaback girl. I ain't no hollaback girl. A few times I've been around that track. So it's not just gonna happen like that. Cause I ain't no hollaback girl. I ain't no hollaback girl. Oh, this my shit. This my shit. Ooh, this my shit. This my shit. Oh, this my shit. This my shit. Oh, this my shit. This my shit. Yes, this is all of our shit. And it's this, this whole thing has turned to shit. Once we had Seanathan coming in here, just munching on peanut butter cups. It's Sean Ross Sapp and his peanut butter cups coming in here. Listen, First he yelled I at us for this show going too long. And then he comes in here and he makes it longer. And you, you're, go, you're going too long. He comes in here, sees all the money we've made. Because mm -hmm. let me tell you something. We have lots of money because the lenders came to Linda. All right. That's the lenders right. came to Linda. We are we are flush with cash. We gotta it's pay true. it back eventually. But for now, for now, we're we're flush with cash because the lenders came to Linda. So I think that Seanathan, if he's gonna come in here, he better bring a scoop. If he doesn't bring a scoop, I don't want him on my show. I don't want him either. And he can be so nasty sometimes. All right, anyway. Uh, thanks everybody for hanging out with us. Uh, as obvious, as obvious, as always, this is this show is what you make it. it yes, is, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk about wrestling for part of it, but mostly it's just whatever the hell you guys <laughs> want us to do. Uh, and and we thank you very much. Um, we love you for that. 
Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see you next week for what is now NXT UK 2.0. Until, until then, keep cool, gabagools. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.